Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. I don't know if the player needs to suck it up, but you got to walk away, man. Because no matter what they say to you, if you beat up a fan, you're going to lose a lot of money. Plain and simple. But also, if you hit a fan and hurt them, you might kill them. And I know that I don't want to sound morbid, but if you just start beating the hell out of a fan, you might kill them. But the main thing, man, you just got to walk away. But they're just going to sue you. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I'm Mike, sitting with me as always is Scott. Man behind the computer is Joe. It's Craft Root Sports. Scott, you ready to uh, tap this keg with sports knowledge? Sure. You might kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill them. You doing good, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I've been super pumped for this show since we locked in our guest. So uh, I've been <laughs> counting down. Speaking of our guest, that just reminded me. Uh-oh. Where are our treats? Oh, yeah, I did. Treats. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't bribe me and then not. I almost thought to text you, make sure you, know, you remember right. the treats. And you're right. I thought, nah, she won't forget them. <laughs> I will bring treats. I will bring treats to you and you can disseminate them properly. Wait a I second. Promise. Hang on, Catherine. And, and ladies and gentlemen, point. that's Catherine Nero. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah, friend of the right. show. <laughs> return guest. We're super pumped to have her back. Uh, welcome, Catherine. Thank, Thank you, you for coming back in. But yeah, don't give. Kaiser treats because they will not make it here. He'll be like, she forgot again. <laughs> oh, I don't know, guys. Yeah, I thought. I no, I wouldn't even say she forgot again. I would just straight up be, yeah, Nero just yeah. stiffed us. I guess she's never given us those no, treats. No, don't lie. You would flat out be like, no, I, I will I say this. <laughs> you we ain't are, getting shit. We are making, as a family, <laughs> and you've had you've had the bark, the cowboy bark that I make. Oh, so That's good. what I'll, we're making yeah. it Sunday. Fair I will enough. bring it to you. Then there it is. I'm holding you to that. 
Okay. I will text you until All I right. get it. Well, Scott, I'm Every holding night. you to that now. Yeah, you okay. hold me to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We got an awesome show for you. As you heard Catherine sitting in with us, uh, we've got tons to get to tonight. All uh, that stuff. For those uh, fan favorites, people who may not have maybe tuned in for the first time, special edition of Craft Root Sports Theater. Is coming mm. up later on. Mm, theater. Theater. <laughs> uh, that will be later, so be sure to stick around for that. Uh, let's get right into it tonight. So much to get to. Let's go right to Motherfucker of the Week. Or, there it is. That'll never get old. <laughs> Scott, why don't you give us the first option for MF of the Week? Well, we've got an all NBA edition of Motherfucker of the Week this week, and we begin with <laughs> Steph Curry, who decided. He went all Kyrie Irvin with it. <laughs> Gonna say that the moon landing wasn't real. <laughs> and then not only did he do that, he hit us with the, ha, ah, I was just joking. Did you see, there was like a buffer in between. Like what, somebody asked him the question about it and he was like, well, you know, I'm inquisitive and inquisitive people ask questions. And, uh, you know, I'm just asking the questions. Maybe it's not real. Well, and it went on for a few days, even had NASA invite him <laughs> to come to their facilities. Like, hey, you don't believe it. Come on and check it out. We've got we've got proof. We got rocks and stuff from it, man. You want to come see him? <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, after everybody pretty much made fun of him and bared down on him, he backed off and ah, just kidding. I didn't, I didn't mean it. Do you think it's all? Do you think he really was kidding, or do you think? Oh no, that I was totally think he bowing to the pressure. Of, yeah, no, I totally still. There's believe tons of people he, who don't believe it's real. You know, they just don't go on national television right. saying it. <laughs> yeah, they, they have the they intellect usually... to kind of turn that part off. Well, well, and I mean, I don't know. Some of those conspiracy theorists, they don't. I've, I seen, thought, I've seen the Facebook post. I would have thought that after all the crap that Kyrie Irvin took mm. for saying that the world was flat and really firmly believing that, that you would think everybody would be like, eh, I'll just, whatever crackpot theories I got, I'll just keep yeah, it to myself. Just, but here's I Steph Curry. Know, I wonder what right Kyrie Irving thinks. Does About he the think landing? the world is flat, but they landed on the moon? <laughs> he probably does. Or is yeah. the world flat and they didn't? La- it's all conspiracy. He's the world's a moon flat. landing truther. <laughs> <laughs> the world's flat and we landed on a flat moon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Your second option for MF of the week is the entire Chicago Bulls (laughs) team. Every single one of them, because they have a new coach, uh, and he realizes how terrible this team is. So after Friday and Saturday games, he said, "We're practicing on Sunday because you guys are garbage. They lost by like (laughs) fifty points. It was like the worst loss in franchise history." And he was like, "We're in high school coach." Yeah. He was like, "You're in the gym. We're running gassers." And he did. He ran. (laughs) There were extra laps, extra sprints. He made him do quote military style push ups, uh, whatever that means. I don't. uh, I mean, is that different than regular push ups? No. I would think just in the NBA. Any push-up would be military style because <laughs> I don't think a single one of them do push-ups that's ever. Saying. Like I don't. That's why I feel like they're like he made us do push-ups like in the military, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow it got misconstrued. That'll sound rougher. We say military right, right. style, but it's just that they do they them just in the military push-ups. We just made them do push-ups. Uh, they went to their union though. They went to the NBA players' union and complained about their coach for making them practice too hard. As professional athletes, <sighs> if that tells you what normal practices are like for yeah, the NBA, that it's just like, yeah, this is way too much work. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, no, nowhere in my contract did it say I got to run hard. I had to do this growing <laughs> up. I don't want to do it now. Right. Like, I I'm, went pro so that I could stop doing I this. I paid my dues. <laughs> I was one and done for a reason. <laughs> they do that. They make you do that crap in college. Not up in here. <laughs> Those are your options this week for MF of the week. Steph Curry versus the entire Chicago Bulls roster. 
Uh, tune in later on. We'll give our opinions that is uh, a on tough the show. One, it's a very tough one. Because I thought, because Steph Curry was a slam dunk winner, but... But then man, that bull story came prof- out. Professional athletes whining about having to work. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Sophie's choice. On. Really, really brutal. Yeah. Plus, uh, I can't name a single bull right now, which also doesn't help their case. <laughs> Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. I was about to say Jimmy Butler, but yeah. he's like two two teams removed from the That's Bulls. That's what I'm saying. It's like since they traded Jimmy Butler, I have no idea who plays for the Bulls. Is Taj Gibson still there? No. Joe? Joe, you're, you're the know. NBA Is guy. he? No? Okay, cool. Oh, there you go. I can't name a single Bull. Me neither. I can't name their coach either, though. I know he, he used to It was Fred Hoiberg. <laughs> it was Fred you Hoiberg. You are making names up at this point. No, no one would know. Fred Hoiberg is the one who got fired. I think it was Sal McDonavich. I think that's the new coach. I have no Sal. idea who's the coach right now. None. <laughs> All right, let's get into our beer of the week this week. This week we went local. Uh, we stayed with Taps Brewing Company, which has been gracious enough to let us do live shows Shout at their place. Um, really cool brewery. We decided to get their winter warmer, which they call a Christmas cookie ale, Santa's Bribe. This one is a 6.2% ABV beer. It's got cinnamon, vanilla, ginger, racists, uh, and honey. <laughs> it is. You uh, are not a race. <laughs> uh, Harris. It is a decent, uh, decent score on Untapped, 3.69 on Untapped. Not enough ratings on Rate Beer to get rated at this point. Which seems to be our MO for the last three months. Well, this I think this is the first year it was canned. Ah, so at least they have a legit only, excuse. Yeah, it was only available the other beers at we've the tap room. Like, they existed, but just nobody's rated them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is the first time that it's been a little bit more widespread that you can get it outside of being at the tap room. Catherine, what are your initial thoughts I on this one? I enjoy it. I definitely taste the honey. That's a, uh, And it's, it's, a, it's a dark beer. It's a... You said it's a stout. It doesn't feel like a stout to me. No, it's an no, ale. It's an it's ale. An ale. Yeah. I said it's, initially. It's yeah, initially. Um, I, I enjoy it. I, I, I typically shy away from the, the darker beers, but it is. I enjoy this one. <coughs> this one, I am a, a beer racist. <laughs> it better be lighter. It's it got ain't. vanilla and ginger in it, so apparently I am. It better be lighter. It ain't right. <laughs> no, I, I give this one a thumbs up. I, although I like most of the things that Taft does. So They do make a ton a of A ton good of good beers, beers yeah. I don't think we canned a single one of that flight we did live. Oh, God, no. Those beers Every were single one was fantastic. Good. In fact, that was my third or fourth time at Taft's. And the usually, I had never had a flight before we did that one, but every beer that I had had prior to that, they nailed all of them. So, it, fantastic. Yeah. What do you think of this one? You're getting through that glass pretty quick. Yeah. Um, when I first had a sip, I did. I told Nero. That's where she got the stout thing from. I, I was like, oh, this just tastes like a basic stout or whatever. But uh, the more I drank it, the more I realized, one, it's definitely not a stout. It's all ale. Uh, and two, it's it's good. It. In fact, I think the 7% might be a little sneaky because I don't taste Almost yeah, there's any no, good call. No That's a good flavor. point. So if, point. if this is seven point six, they've hit it well. And no, so, not seven point six. Six point two. Mm, okay, I don't know where I got seven point six. I don't know. You're just making up numbers. I can't it's read. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so far so good. So I mean, unless there's a dramatic turn somewhere along here, we we got a winner. Uh, Joe, you are the non-dark beer fan. You're the IPA guy on the show. What do you think of this one? Eh, you know. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Typical Joe. Typical Joe. Such uh, eloquent. He has just such there. eloquent. Says so much. And yeah, so just, uh, oh, it's so fantastic. I think the initial flavor, and I thought I had had this one before, but I don't think I have. Looking at the can now and 
Oh, there was the no way I taste that was like I would I haven't. I would remember one. the name Santa's Bride. You would remember l- Santa Claus in a tub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the name and yeah. I love the logo and the pictures they have on here. This is great. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, initial tastes are really solid. I think it might be a little too cold right now, so I'm really looking forward to seeing later on in the show once it warms up a little bit, um, so that we can see if it brings out a little bit more of those flavors because there isn't much cinnamon, but we'll we'll see. Uh, Scott, would you like to get into Upper Deck? Eh, sure. Just moving right through this show. That's right. And Upper Deck, <laughs> it's brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, who was loaned, oh, owned, loaned, wow. loaned, 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 owned by a couple of uh, local Ohio dudes who are sports fans, just like all of you. Probably the last time they're sponsoring Upper Deck, too. Thanks right? to Scott blowing this read. Can't do uh, that. But Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty all the time. Every time someone's got a better price, they'll tell you straight up. And don't worry about me not being able to read because they're not just about sports or concerts. They'll help you out with any tickets to any event. They'll even sell tickets for you. College basketball's here, everybody, so be sure to hit up Miniman for all of your OSU basketball ticketing needs. Go like them on Facebook. They do weekly giveaways with merchandise, sports and concert apparel, and obviously plenty of tickets. Check them out, MinutemanTickets.com, or give them a call, 614-943-3000. Avoid all of those fees at 614-943-3000. (laughs) I will fit baseball in anywhere I can get it. And it's the winter meetings this week. In fact, I think they're just wrapping up today. Uh, But this story, this is one of those bittersweet things. Because as much as I love baseball, I hate me some baseball agents. Especially the baseball agent known as Scott Boris. He's one of the worst human beings. And to me, has helped speed up the death of baseball. As far as the way that uh, <laughs> the contracts are negotiated, and just he's everything that you know people expect when you talk about agents and how sleazy they are, and just you know cutting corners and ruthless. That's Scott Boris. Well, um, this week his one of his number one clients these days, Bryce Harper, is a free agent. And, he is eating that up, too. and you know, <laughs> like, I'm, Bryce, getting, I'm about to get paid. Well, and I mean, <laughs> this is this man has made sure that you know we've all known how long it was going to be. I mean, he's basically started a countdown clock the minute Bryce Harper signed his original <laughs> contract. I mean, he went on record and said, "Oh yeah, there won't be any extension prior to his first deal expiring. You know, no matter what, like the Nationals were going to have to wait until his contract expired <laughs> so that they could renegotiate if he was going to end up back there." Well, the Nationals have gone back and forth this week week at one point they came out and said hey look we offered 300 million over 10 years and that wasn't good enough so we're out like we gave it our best shot and that's it which was weird because uh you know usually teams don't come out and say what they offered and scott boris got a little pissy with that because that you know hindered some of his leverage uh, i think it's a create. great, great I, move on their i part. loved it on their part but then they backed off of that and said oh no well we're, we're still kind of in the running and we'd love to have them you know they peeled it back a little bit well scott boris is going about the uh circuit there at the winter meetings and he's pump- pimping his client like no pimp has ever pimped <laughs> <laughs> so much so in fact that if you want to know anything there is to know about bryce harper there is a packet that he has made that is 118 pages long. Seems legit. Gave is there a it to all, <laughs> all of the teams. Because, you know, they No all, one knows who he is. <laughs> no one has heard of this relative unknown They prospect. don't have the interweb. Right. Bryce Harper or televisions or scouts or anything. So, yeah, if you ever wanted to know anything about Bryce Harper, Scott Boris has got your back. 118 pages worth. You can even find out 
how he's worth a billion dollars to your franchise, hmm. in case you were wondering. Hmm. He's even got the old tried and true comparison to LeBron James in there. I, I mean, I guess in 108, I, in 118 pages, you got to cover something. I mean, I feel like that starts off, it was the best of Bryce. It was <laughs> the worst of Bryce. It's I, just blabbers on there. Ain't no baseball executive reading 118 <laughs> no. pages of anything. No, but you know who is? Some poor intern that's not getting paid anything. <laughs> read this, son. Read this shit and then uh, tell me all about it. Uh, well, he's, he's is awesome, he worth it? sir. <laughs> right. It turns out I'm only about halfway through, but this guy is good. I mean, <laughs> I he's, he's got to be pretty good. <laughs> he's on pace to be historically good. Uh, did you know he's got good hair, too? I, I want to hear from like... 76. The, that's yeah, I want to hear from like that when they finally sign him i want to i want that that gm to come out and go you know what it was around about page 87 and i was like this is it this is the guy one through 86 i was not convinced so yeah i mean i i don't know i uh, unless i'm forced to i'm not reading 118 pages of anything and I'm certainly not reading on somebody that I can bring up YouTube highlights of and yeah. go, yeah, I should sign that guy. You don't even need YouTube highlights. It's, yeah, we're going to try to sign him. Yeah. How much money can we afford? How much do we have? Uh, yeah. Cool. That's There's our offer. Come on, Bryce. You, you can clearly make us a billion. All right, let's move on to the next story. Let's talk some college basketball. So uh, Villanova having a pretty rough season this year. They actually lost to Penn. Villanova lost to Penn. There's nothing like losing that Ivy League this early in the season. That is not a good sign. And if that isn't enough of a bad sign, they have a five-star freshman, Javon Quinterly, who is not getting the playing time that he thought he was going to get. Being He's only a five four-star. Star. He should shut his mouth. He's five. Oh, okay. Uh, but well, okay. he should shut his mouth. What is your number today, guys? I don't know. It's, it's, I thought I heard him Kevin, say... Kevin, we told you he doesn't pay attention to the show. He is, <laughs> I, and I totally thought you said four just got, now. Are, and you, I was like, are you reading something about Nintendo Switch again this week like you were last week? <laughs> Caught on camera, Just a little like, light. doing Christmas shopping yeah, during the show. Online shopping, that's uh, it. Bro, keep reading the story. <laughs> well, Quinterly originally had committed to Arizona, and then after everything broke, he changed. He decommitted. After and it then was went shown to, that Sean Miller was one of the worst human beings ever. Yep, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then he recommit, and then he committed to Villanova, but clearly not happy about it after that loss because in a very brief Instagram story that was deleted, which I didn't even think mm. you could delete Instagram oh, stories. Oh yeah, you can delete them. And he deleted I it with like, stuff all the time. So. <laughs> He deleted it within seconds. It was this quick. post was up And yet quickly. somebody screenshotted it. Screenshots are forever. Uh, the, all it says, it's an all-black screen, and it just says, white in white lettering, was my second <laughs> choice for a reason. <laughs> From the Ooh. bench. Damn. Yeah, he only, got, he only played like a minute in that game. He's going to play less than a minute next uh, game. He, I don't think he's going to be playing. At, like, he's hey. leaving. He might just be well, just like, here's and, here's the jersey, coach. Well, Put they, Rudy in. They basically said, I mean, if he transfers at the midway point of the season, he gains that extra, like, semester of eligibility and all that, and he won't, like, lose the, the I was going to. So that's what I was going to ask. Which I, I had never heard of. College that. football has the new yeah. rules where if you play in less than four games, you can transfer without losing a year of eligibility. So that's what I was wondering if there was anything in basketball it's like half the season which I, you know so obviously so he's gone he gone right they they basically said yeah he's there's no doubt he's leaving but <clears throat> this also made me think of our good buddy at florida who you know after the loss was it to kentucky or yeah. was it before yeah, yeah who 34 minutes after immediately immediately transferred after <laughs> yeah. the game hey everybody <laughs> i'm out That's giving it. this a lot of thought on the bus ride here uh gonna i'm gonna turn it in guys. wrapping it up <laughs> second choice for a reason <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> That's such a cold thing to say, man. Ugh. 
And you you know as soon as he hit send, somebody saw it was like, dude, what the shit? And he was like, no, I'm deleting it. It's fine. I didn't mean to hit send. The only thing just... the only thing that would be worse is if this was posted after he got into a fight with his wife. <laughs> oh jeez. Second choice for a reason. Wow. Moving wow. on. Yeah. Yeah. Moving Thank on. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> all right well I, again baseball all the time as far as i'm concerned and there's another baseball story here this week and this one we go from the one of the most well-known baseball faces which is kind of not saying much because most people don't know any baseball he had a players commercial these days bryce harper so. yeah he did you know. whatever it was if you google what the commercial was if for. you google bryce he's the, probably the first guy to pop up gotcha. so there's that but this guy is not coming up if you search uh, his name probably even if you spell his name correctly uh, adam adovino <laughs> Uh, is a relief pitcher. Never I don't even know if a question is, mark. Like, right. He was a Colorado relief pitcher this past season? Sure he was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what, he said. That's what he says on Tinder. That's what it says on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he uh, is a free agent right now, and he's out there marketing himself. He doesn't have the 118 <laughs> pages of Scott Boris, but he made a really bold claim this week on a- another podcast, uh, MLB's StatCast podcast. Adovino uh, said that, you know, and I mean, I can't blame the guy because if you're going to go big or go home, he went huge. He said, quote, I had an argument with a coach in AAA about Babe Ruth's effectiveness in today's game. I said, Babe Ruth with that swing, swinging that bat, I got him hitting 140 with eight homers. He was like, are you nuts? Babe Ruth would hit 370 with 60 homers. And I'm like, I would strike Babe Ruth out every time. I'm not trying to disrespect him, you know. Rest in peace, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Babe Ruth. But it was a different game. I mean, the guy ate hot dogs and drank beer and did whatever he did. It was just a different game, end quote. I got to tell you, there's nothing better to me than when a guy disrespects a guy in a quote, but mid-quote realizes, oh, shit, this sounds shitty. So hits the no disrespect button <laughs> and then follows that up with rest in peace. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know. Rest and he dropped peace, you know. all the you knows <laughs> during this. I, By the way, uh, if we're disqualifying people who eat hot dogs and drink beer <laughs> then every from baseball being good player players, ever. every baseball player and They're every done. golfer, They're every golfer done. is gone. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I know, obviously everybody likes to use the old, well, you know, old time players wouldn't, you know, be good in today's game because yada, yada. But I read something, actually, it was a Keith Olbermann tweet who said, hey, basically, hey, idiot, you do realize that if Babe Ruth was around today, that he'd have access to right, all right. of the That's training the and things that, you know, people the, the guys use today. It's not as if he would be just on the same regimen just from what he was eating playing. hot dogs right. and drinking beer. And so he would probably do exactly what the coach said he would do because, you know, he's Babe Ruth. Plus, Unless of all the people in the world to say this, I mean, this isn't yeah. Pedro Martinez saying <laughs> who Pedro Martinez did talk mad stuff about uh, Babe Ruth when he was with Boston and it came back to haunt his ass. <laughs> so and, and he's Pedro Martinez. So I can only imagine what Adovino has in store Adovino? for Adovino? Adovino? <laughs> Here's one thing I will say about the Olbermann part. If Babe Ruth was around today, would he be the same type of athlete that we see make it into the professional leagues now because he was a big bulky dude like he would be cc sabathia basically is what you would see as babe ruth so well he wouldn't be a really strong obviously and and if you remember babe ruth was also a pitcher 
So he would have come up pitching where they would have just been like, you don't hit anymore. Well, I was just, and he I was, was going to say. So he would have gotten struck I was just out say, we, we saw it with Otani this year where it was like, yeah, it doesn't matter how good you can hit and your pitcher, we're going to make you stick to one or we're going to mm-hmm. limit you on the one so that it, your effectiveness isn't as great. So and maybe so. this isn't as crazy because if he had come up as a pitcher because he's so gigantic, um, he might not be that great Do you think they would have stayed a pitcher? Though? Like, I think they would have put him on it. I, I think they would have taken him off the mound. Although he's a great a pitcher and made him a hitter. I don't feel like he's built well enough to be like a fielder and a That's hitter. a valid point. <laughs> well, that's why they have the designated hitter, which is the best position. Stupid. In the Stupid. Right. There, there it is. Been big there copy. Is. Oh uh, just for you, Joe. Moving on. Is... Uh, Mute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Designated hitter in the best position. It got hot up in here. out of here, Joe. All right, you're lucky we need you, or else you would be <laughs> fired right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's good talk point, a little. Good point. Let's talk a little football. Um, so we know the XFL is coming back. They've been naming teams, cities. There's open tryouts for position the players and coaches. There's Instagram posts. Or that should be a punishment on your board <laughs> to apply for to, XFL to pick a position. And you must try out for that position. <laughs> Oh my and god! And it can't be kicker. That is brilliant. Oh, no, yes, that's and awful. and you have to you have to film a recruitment no. video, like yes. you have to do a video, no. like a survivor selling, style. Yes, selling yourself to the XFL. No, adding it to the list. Yes, that okay, is here's a fantastic punishment. Here, I would Thank strike you. that that's guy out one. every time. That's how I'm selling myself <laughs> to the XFL. Well, apparently the AAF and the XFL are not the only leagues that are going to be challenging the NFL. It was announced this week Ricky Williams and Terrell Owens are among 50 former NFL players who are starting their own league called the Freedom Football League. Uh, they announced their existence. Simeon Rice is involved with this. Jeff Garcia. They're going to be playing games in the spring and summer. The league plans to be financed by private funding. Uh, but this league is focused on allowing their players a platform for um, like speaking on social issues. They're not going to quiet players on that kind of stuff. And there's also some weed that they're pretty cool with in this league. <laughs> so, what? I know Ricky Williams being involved. That's Who a good oh, thought wow. of that. Uh, wow. The first thing he said, there will be no piss test. In this league. <laughs> I don't know how the league will be structured, but we will not do random drug tests. And then 49 other players were like, I'm in. I can, can I get in on this? That sounds like a great idea. Also, just random dudes were like, I'm in on that. <laughs> Y'all paying? <laughs> can I just send, can I send my XFL? Uh, can I send that to you? I got the resume already typed out. Can I just send it to you guys right. too? So the league has plans for 10 teams in cities that either don't have an NFL franchise or, in the case of Oakland, will be without one soon. Um, I'm kind of excited to see this league. Are you? Yes. No, I am. Yeah. Really? I, no, yeah. see, yeah. here's the You're thing, not? You know, No. I'm, I'm very excited to watch any challenger to the NFL because at this rate. That's where I'm at. At, at this rate, okay. I, I, you know, my NFL fandom dwindles by the day, it seems like. But think about the crappy, crappy, oh, crappy oh, no. yeah. contenders the, that have tried to come. I grew up in, in Memphis. We had the USFL. There were the showboats there. And it, like, drew for, like, a year. Yeah. Everybody was super excited. And it was like. And Reggie White was there. Yeah, then it was like, eh, okay, <laughs> enough of this mess. I just, I, I don't think any of it, it. It's a monopoly for a reason. The NFL. I think the the good thing with all three of these leagues, even if they don't survive, if something comes out of it that makes the NFL rethink yeah. things and try to improve their game, we're basically right now we are in 
the Madden video game type universe where nobody's challenging it. There's nothing else. You can only buy Madden. Mm -hmm. So the game is just stagnant and they don't care and they right. don't try to improve. So at least if there's some type yeah. of competition that they're like, well, we'll just steal that after this league closes down. Cool. I'm, well, I'm cool and with the that. NFL got better after when the XFL was right. there. I mean, even though the, all they did was steal all the things that the XFL did great, it was it I'm made the that. NFL better. If you're going to steal ways. an idea and do it better, cool, right? Go for it, America. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear to God, if anybody steals anything from the show, I'm shooting you in the face. All right, moving next on. story. <laughs> <laughs> shooting them in the face. All right, uh, all right. So uh, we're we're back here again. Wait, I swear baseball? we always you do no, a baseball no, no, game. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, not not that place. Not that place again. We're back to the old Washington Football Club. Speaking mm. of the NFL, uh, and we always seem to end up back here because they always seem to do something stupid. And this year, you know, within the last couple of weeks, they've you know, signed Reuben Foster right off of a, a good old domestic violence uh, thing. And he's not even playing the rest of this season, but Hey, they're, they're upstanding citizens there in Washington. Uh, well then they, they made another excuse about why they couldn't sign Kaepernick. And they said that uh, they were worried about a guy not being able to come in and learn the system because you know that been out of the league too long, right? Yeah, that complicated system that they run there in Washington uh, that you've <laughs> seen so many times, that dynamic offense that they've got there. Uh, so instead they brought in Josh Johnson, and he hasn't thrown a pass in the NFL since 2011. He could pick up the system quicker, though. That's the yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah. reading between the lines and, here. Well, and not only very and, fast learner that Josh Johnson. And not only has he not thrown a pass, although I would say, hey Washington, did you notice he's black? Maybe, maybe you should have vetted him more. Maybe you should have realized he's a black guy because I mean, well, his I name think is that's, Josh Johnson. Yeah, that's so. so it confused them. They're like, wait a minute, you're Josh wait Johnson? We just pulled from a list of names that said quarterback, and you were there. You're not who we thought we were getting. Uh, but Josh Johnson is so out of touch that um, that made me he, choke. <laughs> he had to uh, hop on Madden to learn his teammates' names. That's that brutal. Factual. That's the reports that were out there. That I mean, I'm guessing that something. came from him. I'm guessing that could he have been a tongue in cheek comment, like, "Yeah, I," because he was playing like a celebrity kickball game or something when he got the call. That like, it was some right. weird, yeah, some. Hey weird, guys, I gotta that's go. That's the guy I want. That's gotta go. Want. Dan Snyder on line one. I'm out. <laughs> you know, everybody was like, "Dude, sub, just ignore sub. it. Come on, it's Snyder. Send him to voicemail. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know you're black." <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so this same. Stellar football campaign or <laughs> club, rather. Uh, well, that's going to lead us right into another edition of Craft Brood Sports Theater. Hmm. Because this week. It's been mm. a while since I've been to the theater. Thank you, sirs. <laughs> yes. Well, this week we have the defensive captain for Washington, who happens to be Mason Foster. And on a recent Instagram story posted by Foster, um, he got into an exchange with a fan on the DMs. And, well,. We'll play that out here. Mike will be playing the role of the fan, <coughs> and I will be playing the role of the black guy. I mean, Mason Foster. In the character. I'm in the character. Thank you, Joe. <clears throat> Keep your head up. We definitely have to get better, but we have to move on and get ready for the next game. Never be satisfied. Like most people, aim for greatness. Bow and arrow emoji. <clears throat> Fuck this team and this fan base. Six crying laughing emojis. It's been tough for some time, and it sucks ass, but we gotta keep fighting, bro. We're in hell right now, point blank. I, I gotta scroll. I can't figure out how to scroll. On my <laughs> That's not part of it. I'm good. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah. Lying? <laughs> yeah, and I'm not fucking with it 
or being a scapegoat to make fans feel better about all these big money people, spelled PPL, <clears throat> who ain't playing or getting dogged out. People can talk all they want, and those are just opinions that don't mean shit. I know what this team can do when healthy, and I definitely know what you can do. Keep your head up and keep getting better, bro. It's hard to watch this team, and I know that the players are getting tired of it. I would want to be on a winning team, and if you're not on one, it's draining. Yeah, I'll try my chances and go to a winning team next year. Love the racial slurs, but this ain't it from the African. Hashtag love all caps. If there's any way you can hook me up with your jersey, that'd be lit. Fire emoji. I always loved Pats, Pittsburgh, Eagles, Saints, Atlanta. If you would, I would pick one of those teams. I ain't mad at you for wanting out. Racial slurs are like the Browns, and it's embarrassing. And scene. Mm, this has been another episode of Craft Brood Sports Theater. <laughs> I love this exchange. I love that the fans just like, hey, man, if you're going to go, these are the teams it, I also like, so if you could get that jersey, that'd be cool. And if you didn't know who was who... The rational one is the fan. Yeah, like if very you, crazy. If you didn't know who... Uh. <laughs> I love... Well, and I saw so I did... A, once I found this story, I did a little bit more digging. Obviously, the team... This got back to the team. And so <laughs> the reporters were asking, so how did you address this? And basically, Jay Gruden threw up the... The shrug emoji. It's like, well, uh, you know, I mean, if that's the way he feels, you know, we, we haven't played that well this year. He more or less agreed with them. He all but said, Jake, all but said, I'm trying to go to the Pats, Pittsburgh, Eagles, Saints, or Atlanta. Any one of them. Anybody got a jersey? I was going to say, what's that fan name? I'll try to go to them, too. I got to go. It's so bad in Washington that I think Gruden's like, you think Cincinnati could fire Marvin so that I could go back there? Because I'd rather be in Cincinnati than in Washington. Yeah, that's how bad it is. You I know, but so? no, okay. I, no, I agree. I mean, Washington's dumpster fire. Like, they are a dumpster fire. And have been for a long time, and it all goes back to their owner. Who, you know, I know in this city, Mike Brown takes a lot of... But Mike Brown is a better owner than Dan Snyder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Absolutely. said it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's get this last story out of the way of Upper Deck. LG has announced that they are going to reveal a new machine... To help the home brewing process, it's basically a Keurig for beer. Mm. So essentially, you get it. you get pods that <laughs> have the. <laughs> it's got a recipe already packed in there. You put it in the machine. You wait two weeks. You put it in your coffee <laughs> mug. No one's the wiser. <laughs> I mean, you could do that now. Like I don't. You could. Well, I know one of our <laughs> former coworkers. Yeah, it's Chris Riva. He. <laughs> He would he would go to his kids' soccer game in the morning with a giant Starbucks mug. He's like, nobody asked what's in it. He had this call. down to a science. He really did. He said two beers fit in this thing. <laughs> Our buddy Tank used to call that mom cupping it, where <laughs> it's just filled with wine. In that case, but yeah, this this is a uh, basically a Keurig machine for beer. Takes two weeks to brew. Uh, oh, well, that's no fun. Comes up with like five liters of beer when you brew it. And um, then you it takes get the guesswork out, though, right? You don't have to do anything. You just pop in the, the pod and go. Here's what I don't understand, though. This is, I think, going to be a gigantic flop because you have the people who don't like craft beer. They're not going to buy this mm-hmm. thing. They're not going to invest the money. You have the people who love to homebrew. They're not going to buy this because they, they, they want to do like their own thing. Yeah, that's and then you have the people who don't want to homebrew but like craft beer. So that's the market you're going after. It's a very right? slim market, yeah. But outside of that, it's like, unless you have a ton of different breweries on board where they're like, 
yeah, we're going to put ours in a pod that right. you can brew at home yourself, and it's going to be cheaper than if you get a growler. Nobody's going to care. Like, I'd rather just go to the brewery and pick up the four And you pack. know it'll be better. Yeah, but oh, you know, absolutely. But at the same way that, like, you know, like a regular Keurig can do, like, tea and hot chocolate and soup. Mm. I wonder, can the beer Keurig do, like, some wine? Can it Ooh. Can it make me some whiskey? Distill well, some, and, yeah, distill some okay, bourbon. And mm. Just to play devil's advocate. Now I'm we, kind of on board with I know. this. What we talk, talk about Because <laughs> we talked about this on the group chat, and we all agreed, yeah, basically, unless there's this giant, you know, list to choose from, and they're all high quality, you know, whatever. But, I mean, how many people, when the original Keurig was announced they were like I mean why would I anybody want to do that I remember and, the first you know, time and, and people like Starbucks they'll yeah. never want to you know, do it. and now there are all those types right. of things true but the the reason why is because there are so many different types of K-Cups right no but I'm saying when it started though it was the same it was just thing. Green Mountain I remember right. this that yeah was I was it. at a function and I'm like had... what is this contraption <laughs> and there's a guy literally making coffee like here try it right and I'm like this is so stupid I'm never gonna spend this exactly. much money Exactly. on a stupid K-cup. And, 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 and so now it'll, take, it'll take people getting behind it. Hot mic. I don't know. What the hell happened? <laughs> like, like, the sleeping over there. <laughs> <laughs> like the Keurig, but uh, I, I mean, I could see it It depends on It depends making, on if they can get variations to the, because if you're just, if they just come out and they're like, hey, you can Here's brew an, an IPA yeah. or a, a winter warmer right, or and it's, a Belgian. It's just generic and it's whatever. like, cool, man. I had it once, but I'm okay. kind of sick of it. Here, But all it's going to take, though, is one name brand company to mm-hmm. say I'm going to do it. And if it was like, say Sam Adams was like, we're totally on board with this. Here's they our would 14 be the, varieties. Right. Yeah. They would be the ones who would kick everybody That's else because point. as soon as one of them did it, everybody else would be like, no, we got to get in because if Sam Adams is going to corner the market yeah. on this, we've got to get in. So if they can pull one, that's all they got to do. And I guarantee you, Starbucks making K-Cups has not, you know... It hasn't affected Affected anything. their sales. So. No, right. Starbucks, correct. But like, I think of smaller time breweries, like let's, let's yeah. say Brink. Like that's a small brewery here in town. Mm-hmm. They make fantastic beer. They've won gold medals. They pride themselves on the beer. Would they want to put in just all right? Here's the ingredients. Have fun, or are they like, no, come hang out no. with us. We let's let us brew I your beer. I think that's a different animal. Just like a mom and pop coffee shop's not going right. To make yeah, they're not making cake you know? at your um, local coffee. Yeah, yeah. So I. It has potential. It's I'm, debuting at CES this year. We should be interested. I do want to see it, like you were saying. The guy hey, we'll set up the... a booth there. We'll be right next to Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah oh, that yeah. sounds good. Like, what do you guys have? Nothing. <laughs> we just want to see how this went. <laughs> <laughs> we're podcasting next to you. Uh, <laughs> we had a theory and we wanted to see how it went. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea, though, of like the guy making the Keurig and like, oh. here, taste this coffee. You go up to the booth at CES and they're like, watch this. <laughs> Come back in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, it'll Best be a beer you've movie. ever had. So good. <laughs> People are like, um, okay, what's okay. well, CLG? Bye. Uh, this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Minuteman Tickets and Beer Keurigs. Sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joe picked up what I was putting drop. down. I love it. Um, all right, Catherine. Yeah. A lot has changed since you've been here. Yes, um, your hair is so much shorter. <laughs> it is. No, oh, okay. I just was trying. Thanks, to, I was trying to make a less awkward pivot off no. of the obvious. <laughs> By the way, well, before we do that, hang on. Uh, we did get a text message in to the drunk line. Uh, sorry, there's been a lot of calls that have come through. We, we're turning the drunk line off because Catherine's on the show tonight. So it you can was text not my us. choice. You can, t- <laughs> you can text <laughs> us or text comment me. on the Facebook if you guys are listening on 12 ounce 44037 drunk to text us. But somebody said military style push ups are when you go a few inches off the ground and bounce 24 times. On number 25, you go back up to the starting position 
That's one. <gasps> and then they would do a minimum of five. I'd be filing agreements oh. too. Yep, I'd be like, this coach <laughs> Never is mind. bullshit. It's Steph Curry, Steph Curry. <laughs> it may have changed my vote. Steph Curry is your <laughs> runaway winner. <laughs> That's a lot of push-ups. Um, <laughs> what are you thinking with professional athletes, bro? That's child abuse if you do that to elementary school wow. basketball players. Uh, so, Catherine, now, uh, you know, the last time we had you on, you were uh, uh, doing something else. Now you were doing your own Yes, Facebook I got fired. Show. Let's just Here, say. No, oh, hey, look at oh, wanna... better way to phrase it. What's life like on the outside? You know, my, my husband <laughs> likes to say I got shit canned. Like, that's the way he likes to say it every time. I'm like, that's awesome. Uh, yes, a different direction is what I was told. And that is what I am going in as well. So, yeah, it's been it's I, I will say if you'd asked me six months ago, hey, how do you like TV? I've been like, it is awesome. It is the greatest thing. It's what I want to do. Uh, now on the other side, with it in the rear view mirror, <laughs> we use all the cliches. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting how differently I look at um, what we were doing and how I consume news and all that good stuff. So um, so what I'm doing now is I'm working uh, with the Inquirer. And uh, so I'm doing Facebook Live. So it's this. I'm doing this, you yes. know. Um, but Less uh, beer. Less, less beer, swearing. Less swearing, but only <laughs> slightly. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's so it's fun. It's like kind of a work in progress, kind of an experiment. How is that? How's that transition been for you to where you had you know the newsroom and you had mm-hmm. guys like Scott cutting videos for you? And well, and now... first of all, it's a whole lot less stressful because <laughs> I didn't have to. Be... Kaiser, <laughs> Kaiser, this is me every time. Hey Kaiser, I need you to edit this. What? I don't want to edit that. I'm sorry, I'm asking you to do your job. I'm filing um, a grievance. I'll, I'll tell you what though. <laughs> I did. I had to file a lot of grievances. Kaiser made me a better that. editor because he refused to edit my stuff. That's the only reason I know how to edit. It's awesome. So or, or when in a pinch and she needed me to, she's like, hey, I did it the right way this time. I know exactly what you're looking for. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because I had to bitch so many times anyway, about how you did it wrong. Uh, no, I'll tell you. It, it, that's an interesting question. It's, um, it, it's twofold. Number one, just like you guys have this instant feedback, it's really interesting having, I mean, I'm 150 years old. So we started, you know, back in the Stone Ages when there was no internet. Well, there was internet. <laughs> but there wasn't this immediate social media back and forth conversation. You had no idea who was watching. You had no idea what they thought, what they wanted to see, you know, anything like that. And now with social media, and now that the whole thing that I do is on social media, it's really been interesting to to hear immediately from people and to have that instant feedback about whatever we're talking about, uh, which is completely not there in a traditional TV sense. So that's been great. It's been really fun. It's It had to be a nice, somewhat easier transition because you're used to being live on the news. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. used to being in front of the camera. Now it's like, all right, well, now I'm live mm-hmm. and I get to kind of be looser yeah. and a little bit freer. Well, and, and you know, if you... It's kind of like you know, you meld into whatever position you know you're in. Okay, this is it's like you know this is what I'll do, and this is what I'm I think I'm good at. And then you realize, okay, well I wasn't I was really good at this, but I wasn't able to do that, and I wasn't that great at this, and I had to do that. And now I get to do the things I like to do, and I guess I'm good at. But and it I think that it shows because it's it's easier, it's freer, just like with you guys doing this. It's it's scripted, but it's not. Yeah. There's ideas, but. You can go in whatever direction you want to go, depending on what people think, what you guys say to each other and that sort of thing. And so that makes it fun. And you're kind of always um, I always kind of compare it to like when you um, on the few occasions I've been to a gym, they have BOSU balls. You know, it's like those half balls you stand on and it's you're completely off balance the whole time. That's kind of how it feels. You know, like you don't know where you're going. You're kind of in control, but you don't know exactly where it's going to go. And that's kind of a fun 
feeling to have. Well, uh, you you get to be your own director, your own producer, yeah, and your own anchor. So I if mean, I, if something messes up, I'm cussing myself out. I was just going to say you, <laughs> you no longer have to go into a post show <laughs> meeting and passively aggressive curse out fifty other people about things that now, went now, wrong. You Kaiser, just go I would in. never do that. What? I, I always offered. Constructive criticism, <laughs> along with a whiteboard called "We Could Do Gooder," which included uh, that's all still up. Actually, it better be. It is no seriously. The we can do be. gooder. Text is still Good. up there. But yeah, so that you know, there, we can always do gooder. But I will say that that the folks at the Inquirer have just been great. They basically, you know, like, what do you want to do? Okay, do that. You know, and so that's a really, it's a little frightening because I've kind of done what I've been told to do for a long time, but it's fun. So, but here's the question that I know all of our listeners are wondering. Yeah. Did you have to send out 118 pages to sell yourself (laughs) to any of the local? I did. I I sent out one page. I made a one pager because I know the attention span. Triple space. It was just your picture. It's like, you know who the F I am. Come on. (laughs) It was just me pointing at a picture of myself. That is funny, though. I have not done a resume. I'm not kidding you. Since I was 19 22. I think I was 24. <laughs> 24, <laughs> probably. Whenever I came here, it's been almost 21 years. It's crazy. Cool. And so I'm like, how do you do this? Like, I don't, I haven't had to interview were, for a job. You were typing with <laughs> two, two fingers. fingers. <laughs> it's like the episode of The Office when Daryl calls Microsoft. There used to be a paperclip that showed up. It said, it seems like you're looking yeah. to do a resume. <laughs> His name was Clippy. Clippy. <laughs> it was. I remember Clippy. Oh, I'm just glad to see you back doing uh, something because I, I got to be honest, once everything broke, I stopped watching Channel 9. Well, thank you. I, I did too. Done. <laughs> I, I would like thank to say I, I stopped that. watching Channel 9 when that story broke. Well, I'll say this. Uh, I have to start. <laughs> including Kaiser, if you can believe it, but I have a lot of friends who still work there. It's not their fault. It's not. Um, I know and, we're trying not to. Yeah, but you know, it's. I, I will admit, yes, I have stopped watching Channel Nine, but I find myself watching news completely differently anyway. Yeah. Like just not being in that habit of this is what I do. I watch news, and um, it's it's really been interesting how differently I consume stuff. <clears throat> you know how differently I I watch, read, find information in a completely different manner than I ever thought I would. Do you think now that like. Everything is changing. Do you think we may see more anchors going to kind of this style where they're like, "Wait, if I can, I if I can do this and break free of the corporate BS?" You know what I think will happen more than that, and that may <sighs> happen. But I think people like being on TV. I'm going to be honest mm. with you. I think yeah, that that's there a good are people point, who I, like being on TV. As I hear you say, you know? like, I I would have said I love. I'm sitting here like I would like but, to be on TV. Could but, I? <laughs> but I mean, I think that that what's what I think you will see is businesses. And um, stories and schools and all of that find ways around the media because you don't need a television station to tell your story anymore. Right. If you've got a phone, I mean, I do everything on my phone. I shoot, I shot a video and edited it and made graphics on my phone today and sent it in. Like, and it's going to be on the Inquirer's website tomorrow morning. It's not perfection. I'm going to be honest with you. This is not something you would enter into an award, but it's something that people are like, oh, that's funny. Your kids are telling me what to do this weekend, right? Uh, And so I think what's going to happen is that businesses and whomever else are going to be like, okay, wait a minute. I can hire a photographer or um, a storyteller, whatever you want to call that person, to do this and I can put it on my website and put it out on social media that's free and I don't have to pay for advertising. Like, I think you can circumvent traditional media now. Well, 
<clears throat> and not that, just now, but you can't. It's it's becoming more apparent. Well, but to that point, as far as I'm concerned, this, <laughs> I mean, you and I have talked about it plenty of times before, and I feel like the people who need to know are, are you know, not knowing because they want to bury their heads in the sand. But this all goes back to the fact that it's the personalities that mm. drive this whole thing. I mean, well, that's can, what drives this. I mean, think right. about it. That's what drives this podcast. That's but, what drives everything. I mean, our business tries to pretend like it's a cookie cutter thing and anybody can sit down in that chair and we can pay some mm-hmm. kid off the street to read. And you they know. can, they can, yeah, yeah they it can. may not make the same, but difference. I was going to say, but the, the fact that there are people that, you know, I mean, your mother, my mama is not going to Facebook live to watch just anybody. And now she's your mom, <laughs> but there's a whole laundry list of people that yeah. tune into your show every day that are not going to Facebook live. If it's just Joe blow who right. came out of market one fifty two. Yeah. We know that Tuscaloosa. for a fact. Right. As we look yeah. at numbers I mean, from our Facebook live I, shows. And, <laughs> and, and you know, People in our business try to pretend like, yeah, it's all just well, one big thing is. and you can roll it in. But I mean, the outpouring of people, I mean, I knew people loved you and they still do. But I, I mean, I, it was never as apparent as watching the numbers of your show. Yeah, that, that was crazy. Grow and increase every week. And it's like, oh, this is because it's Catherine Nero doing it. Not because yep. the Inquirer decided, hey, we're going to get a TV news personality and put her on this thing. And it just happened to be Nero because she was available. No, it's specifically because of who you are. If they replaced you tomorrow on your show, numbers drop off dramatically. Well, and, and I think that what it all comes down to is just being a, a real person. And I think that often... In there's a reason there's a caricature of a of anchorman. You know what I mean? Like hello, stay classy. <laughs> there's a reason that's there because people try to act like that. And I I find that, and I know we all do. Like the people, the reporters, the stories we like best are the ones that are just real and conversational. And those are the people that I like best on that I when I watch them on TV. And I think that that's lost a little bit in this frenetic like faster, faster, everything shorter, shorter stories, more video, more this, more graphics, more swooshes, more sounds, more, live, live, live. You know all of this, and it's like okay, rude, <laughs> rude. <laughs> not you, Joe, not you, Joe. We're talking specifically TV. Okay, bye. <laughs> Suddenly my mic doesn't work. What's going on here? <laughs> Wait, I was waiting for Joe to hit a rap air horn there to <laughs> to really. Drive the point home. Well, and speaking of Joe, his mom makes a really good point uh, in the comment section that a lot of fired ESPN people have gone on and done great since let, they let got me let go. Clear, it's it's terrible to say I've been fired. It sounds horrible, but once I started talking but to people, it, so many people have been fired. It's not even like that well, terrible yeah. of a thing. It's just another blip on the yeah. radar. If just I'd done something thing. wrong, I'd I'd feel bad, but I didn't, and so. Yeah. You know, we'll see what's next. You know, well, I just keep looking ahead. Still landed on your feet too. I mean, that's the whole point: is that some people are defined by you know, oh, I work at ESPN, and then lose that's themselves, right. Right. or you know, you yeah. could have easily been, oh my god, I've only known WCPO. This has been my entire life. What am I going to do? And just gone into a hole. And instead, you're like, all right, let's see what I can make of this. Well, and I will say, I think being a little vocal and listen, I've never had a trouble being vocal. Um, <laughs> I think not being the you know the the nice girl and going away quietly. Um, it has helped me I and I haven't it. done anything wrong. I haven't been terrible. I, you know, I had 20 great years at channel nine and I thank them for it. I had a lot of opportunity there that I would not have had in a lot of other places. It ended poorly, but that's, you know, 
we'll see what's next. And um, I think that a lot of the opportunities that have come my way have come my way because I was vocal about that. And so if there's one thing, and, you know, hopefully no one will be in the same position, um, but it doesn't always pay just to, you know, be the, the good one and go away quietly. Sometimes you've got to fight for, even if it's over, so... You gotta, you gotta keep, keep going. It real. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> keep it real. Uh, that that segment there, everybody, was brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up and rep your team, be sure to go to twelve ounceSportsRadio.com. Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league plus NCAA and even local gear. Help out the station by going to twelve ounceSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's one two O Z SportsRadio.com. We're going to get a lot of run out of that. <laughs> uh, Even when on. we make it big, I'm going to want to hit that drum. <laughs> Swipe fade. Yes. <laughs> and scene. Uh, Catherine, I am, I am super excited that you're here. Uh, so thank you for... for not not it's only nice, are we It's excited, nice that you don't have to be up at 2 a.m. anymore. It's you can come I, I know. That must be nice. <laughs> Uh, Kaiser. Um, I get a text from Kaiser at like five in the morning every once in a while. I'm like, that idiot. <laughs> well, I'm always sitting there thinking, she's got her phone off. She knows the drill. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, well, then I also think when I text people, because when I wake up, when my alarm goes off, I respond to all the texts that I've gotten since <laughs> eight o'clock at night and, and, and I'm at 1.30. And I'm like, you know what? They didn't care that I was asleep. I'm also going and to respond to them. That's why and, my phone goes off like that. And also, then you well know, Kaiser doesn't text in one text. Nope. He likes nope. to text one thought in 40,000 texts. <laughs> just like, beep, 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 beep. Because so, sometimes you just don't no, remember everything. No, no, it'll be mid-sentence. And it's, it's, yes. it's send, send, send. I, I like the classic Kaiser where it's like, this week we should do this story. Also, send. We should do this. I'm like, dude, did you have to send a single text for also? Apparently, yeah. yes. Yeah. Apparently, You never yes. know. Uh, all right, let's talk about this. They don't charge me by the word. <laughs> uh, the Chargers and Chiefs game is going on right now. There was an article that came out this week where Bleacher Report called Patrick Mahomes uh, the NFL's version of Steph Curry, saying mm. that Steph Curry completely changed how the NBA is played and Mahomes is doing the same thing to the NFL. I read this and I had immediate visceral reactions to this, this idea that Mahomes is completely changing how the league is being played. You know, the la- the first when I read it, the the um, one thing I thought about is I feel like they said not Bleacher Report necessarily, but some said the exact same thing about Kaepernick. Yes, Kaepernick they and did. Michael Vick before him. Yeah, when Vick, Vick came exactly. into the league, they were like, "This is it. It's this a brand changed. new league." Uh, yeah, and it just—it's the same old, same old. For me, when I read this, all I did was chuckle, and I'm like, "All right, I'll file it under R for recency bias because they right. do this mm-hmm. with right, right. every yeah. single athlete that does anything well for not. It doesn't even have to be for an extended period. Now it's. Hey, you've been good for one season, and in Mahomes' case, you've been good for half, half a season. A season. <laughs> you're anointed the next big thing, and you're changing the game. And oh my God, we have to find the next you. And it's like it happens all the time. I mean, Pat Mahomes has been great this year. This is the the conversation that I've I've had with Robert all year, where it's I be, people have assumed at points that I don't like Pat Mahomes, and it's strictly just me wanting to say, Hey, let's pump the brake on Patro. Pat Mahomes because I watched the Kaepernick thing go down in real time and he was my quarterback of the future 
Oh, wait, until he wasn't. I mean, Russell Wilson. Like, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, yeah. when he came into the league, was that guy that it was like, this is totally different. This yeah. guy's crazy. And There's finally a running quarterback who can throw. Right. And, it, you know, he's Michael Vick evolved. Now, I'm and... not saying I'm not saying the, the, the league isn't changing because I've been saying for a long time that the NFL defenses were built in such a way that the college scheme didn't work. And college had to adapt to that scheme. So now those defenders are getting into the league and now you have a little bit more of an opportunity. Like it's, it just tends to happen that way. Well, and it's evolved because the rules have changed. And right. That was the other. Right. I was going to yeah. say they're mo- yeah. they've evolved. It's definitely into more the offensive game. friendly. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. But my point being Mahomes isn't the one that, made that like they're they're making it like he's right this he's a crazy result. he's the result of the change exactly yeah. it's yeah. like he didn't he's not the first one to do this why are we well, and not only that let mahomes play i mean we don't have to anoint him as the game changer the end-all be-all and say all right well he's now the prototype Dude hasn't even played a full season yet. I mean, let him be him. We don't know where his career is going to end up. Maybe someday we can look back and say, yeah, Mahomes was the the prototype. Mahomes was that guy that changed everything. But midway through his yeah, first, yeah, I mean, let him play the same team twice. Season? Like that, those right. are the things yeah. that I'd like to see. You it's, know, see if they figured him out. It's just you know, get one through time, one time through the league, mm-hmm. and get you know, get in the playoffs, win a playoff game, whatever. Do What's all that those like? things. What's it like? I to don't win know. A playoff game? I, don't I don't know what that is. Hmm. That's got to be a nice oh, feel. Yeah, that's so crazy. It's, it's <laughs> great to win one game this year. I'm so happy that I won. <laughs> Joe's a Browns fan. For those of you who are aware, so but yeah. I mean, it just—it's just funny. I, I mean, because we do this. Losses. Yes, you're right. <laughs> we do this every time with everybody who shows up. I, you know, I—I I don't even. It doesn't. I don't even react anymore, other than to laugh. Yeah, it's I'm, just funny. I'm not sold on this idea that Mahomes is the guy that's completely changing the league. I think the league has been changing. He's the first one to have. St- a decent amount of success with it. And it's only like you said, we're only half season in. So who knows next year he could completely tank and we'll be like, see, you need guys like Brady and Rogers and breeze. And they they will, they will always go back to that because Kaepernick did it for two and a half seasons. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he fell up, well, see though, you needed a traditional guy and that guy was, you need a guy who's not going to kneel. That's what you need. You need a white guy. (laughs) And that's basically what we want to say. Like Mahomes is fine for now, but at the end of the day, we're going to need a purebred white guy. Baker Mayfield sitting there. This this half stuff. There is no whiter name than Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield sitting there like, I'll take this. I'll do it. Let me, <laughs> let me get my headband on. I'm ready to roll. Don't They're- you dare talk bad about my boy. But they are ready Baker to... Baker Baker, the touchdown rainmaker, is going to shine. But they're ready to anoint him the next Aaron Rodgers already. They already well, are. But don't you think, though, at a certain point, like we're talking one article, what if they're sitting around a bleach report going, I got nothing to write today. That's a good point. Hey, what do you think? Uh, what do we say Patrick Mahomes is the next coming? You know? <laughs> what? Sure, but I mean, there's editors who can say, pump the brakes. Is it going to get clicks? Those editors are going to be like, nice, what's (laughs) the headline? (laughs) What's the headline? (laughs) Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback ever. I was just going to say, the future is here now. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Scott, please never call him Pat Mahomes again. I think that's the weirdest thing ever when people call him Pat Mahomes. 
It's so strange. Oh, like to, to me. Pat Mahomes. Like it sounds. It just sounds it's dirty. It's weird. Like, <laughs> no, I know. That's what I said. How are you not coming up with this? <laughs> no, that's a like Pat McGroin. Uh, 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 please just call him Patrick. Like, the- oh, I don't like Patrick. It's too white and formal. <laughs> <laughs> He's Pat. Just say Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, was, was like, with a Z. Z. <laughs> yes, Joe's got it. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh, and perfect timing. Theo just joined the, the broadcast right as that conversation wrapped up. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about another mobile quarterback who's making some waves. Kyler Murray won the Heisman this week. Oh, uh, beat out Tua from Alabama and Haskins from Ohio State. I think some people were kind of surprised by this result. Other people weren't necessarily. I think it was just everybody assumes the Heisman oh, goes to the best player on the best team. This, so they yeah, just it never does. Assume I don't know. I don't even to, uh, this yeah. was literally more. And don't get me wrong. I thought Kyler Murray had a great year and he deserved to be in the conversation. But man, more recency bias. Like Tua did it the entire year. And you're telling me Kyler Murray had those last few weeks where he was front yeah. and center. And that's pretty much what decided it. I mean, it I mean, just... Kyler's stats were better than Tua's. No, I know. But it just the entire the season. The difference is he played against the Big 12. That's the difference. He... Well, so that, and that's why I, that's why I say to... like his stats, were they you're better able to or com- were they padded? You're able to compile against West Virginia and right. Kansas. And so, but <laughs> I felt like everybody saw that. Like they, they were right there with that mentality. Until, oh, Tua went down and then Jalen Hurts had to come in and all of a sudden it was, oh, he lost to Heisman. And I feel like he did. He lost to Heisman in that one game. Because he got hurt. Right. And because he got hurt. But he was the dude. The He was the dude from the minute he made that game winning pass in the national championship. Everybody yeah. said, well, there's your Heisman winner. And they were right. Until he got hurt. Like, it wasn't and then he lost close. it. I mean, it was close. I mean, it was close. But it was, it was like 300 or so it wasn't as close as I thought it should have been. Exactly. <laughs> like when he won, like our, we were in a group of people, none of whom, frankly, are. There you go. Sorry. Frankly, are sports fans. Um, but we were like, there were a couple of them, and they were like, "Who's that guy?" And not that you need to be a you know, a, uh, you know, household name to you know win the Heisman, but it was like, wait a minute. So I went back and looked at his stats. Same thing. Like that night, I was like. All right. I mean, but you're right. The the numbers, if you're going to look at a line, it's better. Right. But it's it's not. I mean, it's it's not the SEC. Look, I like right. to bring up baseball. So the only reason I know about Kyler Murray to, to a point is the fact that he got drafted by well, the and Oakland that's what, Athletics. That's what I find the the best the best take I saw of this was the Heisman was won by a left fielder <laughs> who was playing this season for fun because he already right. has signed a five million dollar signing bonus. He said he's going to the MLB, although now there's talk that he might go NFL. Did you and read forfeit. the articles today? Because I read two or three of them that NFL execs legit think it's he's coming to the NFL because NFL execs have giant heads. They <laughs> well, no, and they do right. Crap doesn't stink. I mean, let's be fair. Well, and how many on their draft boards are right now? They're like, look, guys, look. He's the next Patrick Mahomes. We got to get him in here. <laughs> you know, you're right. <laughs> he's, I mean, seriously, they are looking at him like that. They're like, this is the next but Big 12. I mean, if you're half, Murray, half breed. I mean, he's got all oh the intangibles. He is the next check, Patrick check. Murray. <laughs> Patrick Murray? Damn it. Are you gonna I just to- combined them. <laughs> wow. I went all white guy with it. Jesus. <laughs> Damn it. Five minutes in the penalty box for me. I'll shut it's up. the next Patrick Damn. Murray. That was the worst. Uh, if anybody was paying attention, you're probably going to have to name all the black oh, quarterbacks shit. now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all five of them? <laughs> Good luck. But this is, so this Heisman, though, means back-to-back 
Oklahoma quarterbacks winning crazy, the Heisman. Crazy. Kyler Murray and Baker Baker, the touchdown Something or another. Baker. And Francisco, yeah, that, that you're wrong there, bud. Sorry. What'd Francisco say? Oh, he said the last Heisman winner from Oklahoma wasn't drafted either, Jason White. Mm, yeah, Baker, but he also Baker. forgot about like Sam Bradford. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Well, been quite a few. I was sitting there as you said it. Oh, back to back Oklahoma winners, and I thought, but how many Oklahoma quarterbacks have four. won in our lifetime? Like too many. There's and been a I lot. I can name four. There's probably more. Yeah, and there's been a lot, and if you go none of them through. have done anything. You're pretty right. much afterwards, like they've all been faced out. Except Kyler Baker Murray, Mayfield I mean, might be the yeah, first to break good. the tie. Hang on, it's not necessarily just Oklahoma quarterback. I, I don't feel know. like Heisman winning quarterbacks yeah, no, 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 in general. That's, general, that's, that's right. true, just but I mean, bust. just from that one. Yeah, specific let's name a good school. One. Like that's really where you want to go. Well, yeah, then right. I could also say USC. USC has put on a lot of Heisman winning quarterbacks that have sucked. Then they got to the NFL too. So serves them right for cheating and having Reggie Bush. Push him into the goddamn end zone. I was trying to set you up there, but <laughs> all right, you you slammed it down too. You didn't disappoint. Uh, but Kyler Murray becomes the first guy to replace a Heisman Trophy winner and win, win the, the Heisman, Heisman Trophy. How? I mean, this has got to be an awesome recruiting tool for Lincoln Riley at this point to be like, look. I got two transfers in here and made them Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah. You want to one come of play which was playing team. baseball. Like, right. he, he was actually a baseball <laughs> player. I mean, come on, that's a pretty good selling point. Hey, I don't need 118 pages. Look at these two. <laughs> Scott Boris, suck on that. <laughs> so the rumored next quarterback at Oklahoma is none other than Alabama now backup kind of starting quarterback. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he room is rumored to be transferring at the end of this year because he's not going to beat out Tua, so he's going to go do his last year somewhere else. And everybody's saying, "Hey, maybe go to Oklahoma." Does Jalen Hurts win the Heisman next year at Oklahoma? Because clearly Oklahoma's got that sauce. No, because the reason <laughs> the reason he couldn't stay the quarterback at Alabama is because he can't throw the ball. <laughs> so no, like you still have to be able to throw the ball to be awesome. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's <laughs> like that, that whole, forgot about that part of that it. whole being a starting quarterback but not being able to throw only works at Alabama <laughs> when their defense is NFL level. So and you just have to hand off to your right. baller ass <laughs> and, running back and occasionally throw it for six yards at a time. I mean, so no, if he goes there, that that will break the streak mm. that's disappointing i feel safe going out on that limb <laughs> <laughs> um, all right let's switch gears then since you squash that pretty quick <laughs> let's talk about teams moving and some rumors that are going around <laughs> this week so the city of oakland is suing the raiders fantastic in my opinion basically they're saying that the raiders are breaking agreements and no, 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 no. get it get it right they called them in the NFL a cartel. Oh, wow. The lawsuit refers to them <laughs> as a cartel. <laughs> that they set the market and then force people out based on them not being able uh, to afford things. Sounds right. Yeah, and, and it was like the description they gave them, like, yeah, it's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. So, and yeah. their deal and the way that the whole thing went down in Oakland makes the stadium mm-hmm. deal here look pretty peachy. And the stadium deal here has been Terrible. widely yeah. panned. So, yeah. But I love it because it couldn't happen to a better franchise. Well, we had said, why is Oakland, is Oakland 
announcing this move and then staying in Oakland for two years and trying to be like was the no, weirdest part of that. Come see whole us, thing. please come well, see us until I, we move. It, having, uh, as I said, I lived in Tennessee when the te- when the Oilers moved to Tennessee, they they initially moved to Memphis. It was a very weird hybrid. They oh, yeah. moved there for two years. I completely and forgot they that before the stadium in Nashville. got there. Then I want you to think about this. Loaded professional athletes and their wives on buses and bust them to Memphis for a game. They did not enjoy that. Um, and but so, I bet, I bet they didn't make them do military stuff. Likely push-ups. not. But what happened was the city hated them. The city hated them then. Of course. Memphis still isn't, they're not, that's not Titans country. It's yeah. a weird mix. So what you're doing is you're asking People in Oakland, let's be fair, because it ain't going to be people from outside of Oakland because it'll take you three and a half hours to get to the to the football stadium. <laughs> right. You're asking people in Oakland, hey, we're leaving, guys, but we still want you to hang out. We want you to buy our our jerseys and our $14 beers. It's, it's not going to happen. And it's, our food with mice in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's akin to breaking up with someone but saying, oh, I still, still want you for a booty here. call. Still gotta live I with still you. want you to be a booty call, but I don't want to date you anymore. We got two years left on this lease, so <laughs> can I still crash here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to have other chicks here, but we're cool. Cool, right? <laughs> Two years. That's all I need. Two years. <laughs> right? I'm short years. I'm <laughs> <laughs> now the rumor is that uh, Oakland will be playing in San Diego possibly next year. <laughs> the, which, the, the sure. The city that got abandoned by sure, the Chargers. They're just like, at this, like we'll take you. <laughs> at this we point, need a rebound. <laughs> at this point, the Raiders are just like, uh, where where we where can we play? Where's the stadium? There's one in San Diego. You won't go to San Diego. The only thing better would have been if they're like, "Hey, St. Louis, we heard you just lost your team. Can we come play there? <laughs> can we crash with you guys for a year? We're just gonna crash. I just need a place to chill for a little bit. Is that cool? <laughs> I'll is... be out. I promise I'll be out. Dude. Everything should be done. I'm getting some stuff in order. I got some interviews lined up. You guys want to go have these on cable? I'll split cable with you. you <laughs> the NFL is a mess with the relocation thing in the last it's like three ridiculous, years. Because right? I mean, I didn't think about it until this whole thing with them getting sued. But I was like, wow, you've got the Rams, you've got the Chargers, the 49ers left San Francisco under Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's all, and every year there's another city or there's another team rather who's, you know, about, yeah. I was going to say threatening to hold yeah. the city hostage if they don't get what they want. And it's just gotten out of hand because the NFL makes so much money. And 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 I read part of the uh, the rest of the lawsuit. <laughs> Oakland admitted <coughs> that while they're losing money with Oakland or with the Raiders there, because game day uh, security and the switch over the field during baseball season, like they have lost money the last couple of years during the season just because they. But they stand to lose that much more when the team leaves. Because of all the revenue that they provide on game days, even if it's like, so it's like, okay, we're losing money, but God, it'll hurt that much more if we lose you. So even while they're suing them, they're admitting, but we really don't want you to leave, baby. <laughs> we really need it's you like to stay. like the abusive boyfriend. <laughs> yes, it really I promise is. It'll never happen again. <laughs> like, ah, God, I know my mom says I should really get rid of you, but I don't have any other prospects, so... It's just, it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> when you put the idea of... The cities and the teams in a like a relationship. It is it, the funniest so thing funny. to me. It really is. It is 
the best visual that that you could ever. But come it, up and with. it works too. I mean, it's exactly it the the same dynamics of how it all goes down. You're just like, wow, <laughs> these are really dysfunctional relationships that these cities have with these teams. I don't understand like suing anyways. Like, what are you gonna it's get out of this? Headlines. Oh, and, right. And it's headlines. just no. Yes. And even better, they the, they didn't sue for a specific amount. It says a three figure million dollar amount. They didn't even set a specific amount. They, so Roll they the know, dice. yeah, they know it's BS. But I did also find out today because this hasn't been as publicized. St. Louis also has uh, they they've sued the Rams for the same thing. So they have their own court case going on right now. So I guess, I mean, if you're the, if you're Oakland, you figure, ah, shit, St. Louis is doing it. Let's, let's, let's throw our hat in the, the ring, ring too. Like we might as well see what happens because is that recent? Cause I feel like we talked about that on the show. It, we, well, we, probably know that. <laughs> we probably did. We probably did. Kaiser would not know. <laughs> no, 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 no. What we did talk about, we talked about Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was suing St. Louis because that's of the stadium. what it was. I do yes. remember that. Okay, that's what it was. No, 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 yes. you're right. You're right. And so, yeah, no, yeah. so I did learn that St. Louis has a, and it's again, so it's not as impressive again. The finger goes right in my face as soon lot. as I did. No, no. Because there was one time I did remember. And last week I didn't remember two things. So I was embarrassed. I remember this one, damn it. So, so yeah, no, so St. Louis, and so I mean, if you're Oakland, hey, why not do it, and whatever happens with, with St. Louis, maybe maybe somehow it ends up in their favor, and you're like, all right, well, we're doing, whatever they're sued, the reasons they're suing, that's what we're doing, so. <laughs> us too. Same us too. Ditto. Yeah, 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 we want that the same rule. Come on. <laughs> Scott says he's half expecting the NFL to put him in London for the year. That's actually Ooh, I could see I, the NFL I, doing something like that. That's not the craziest thing. That I could ever. totally uh, see and them if doing the whole, that. To be, to be perfectly honest with you, I thought, and if the whole them having to move the game because the stadium conditions were poor, they would have moved their asses to Mexico, Mexico City, City for a year. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. where they would have put the Raiders because they've been trying to sell the Raiders to that market for a while now. That's not the this year wasn't the first time that they had the Raiders playing in Mexico City. They played the 49ers there like four or five years ago. That would have totally been where they're like, you know what? Go hole up in Mexico City for a year. We can grow that fan base, and then we'll move you to Las Vegas. We'll have that expansion that we wanted. And now they can't because of the stadium conditions, so it would be a bad look. But, yeah, I mean, they probably will try to parlay this into something else where they're like, yeah, we'll just grow the game elsewhere. Or they'll throw a bone to a team that, or a city that really, really wants a team. Like, hey. Yeah. It'll be what? a try. We'll right. throw them in your college arena right over here. <laughs> right, no, yeah, right. I'll promise. We'll be back. We'll be back <laughs> 10 years or whatever. It, it'll be a trial thing. <laughs> hey, it'll be like. We'll see how you do. It'll be like, <laughs> Oklahoma, it'll be like Oklahoma City in the NBA. Oklahoma yeah. City had the Hornets for that time. And then I was like, hey, you guys did well with this. We'll give you your own team. Here, have Seattle. Funny you bring that up. Uh, good transition right there, Scott. <laughs> the other big news in terms of teams moving and uh, potential teams getting uh, out of bad sta- stadium deals, the Phoenix Suns owner, Robert Sarver, is threatening to move the Suns from Phoenix unless the city gives him a new arena. And he has pointed out that he could bring the team to Seattle, which even... <laughs> I love that it's always in the back pocket of these even, NBA Well, but even... Seattle. Normally, Seattle fans are like, yeah, come on. <laughs> I was just going to say Seattle On Twitter, as soon as like, this came no. up, Seattle fans were like, no, we don't want the Suns. Like, can we, can we get somebody who's not Sarver? Like, we just don't want him. Without even knowing what you are going to say, as soon as you said, well, he threatened to go to Seattle, I was like, I imagine Seattle fans are like, nah, bruh, we don't <laughs> want a team that bad. <laughs> I know we've been begging for a team the last few years, but we'll not just, the We'll bad. just keep wearing these Supersonics jerseys and playing yeah. NBA Jam and be cool with Sean Kemp is still my dude for a few more years. <laughs> F it. Uh, the other city that he mentioned potentially going to 
surprise, surprise, Vegas. Uh, apparently, that's the big thing now <laughs> that Vogue. teams are just like, we gotta go. We gotta go to Vegas. They're gonna go from no franchises to all four. All of all four exactly. Franchi- all and four all will fold within yep. ten years. <laughs> <laughs> within twenty years, not a single one of It'll them will yet exist. Yet another housing bust. <laughs> Uh, so where do you guys stand on Do you think this is right of an owner to pull this card on a city no, that says, just, well, that, hey, you need to give me. That's what's happening in all sports, though. I mean, you're just, right. they're, holding, they're holding cities hostage. And look, we got in on the on the beginning of this, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, because that stadium deal that the Bengals, I, I Mike Brown was actually ahead of his time on something. Way ahead. <laughs> and, and he stuck there, right? But, that, but, right. <laughs> but now that's the funny part. I said that when, you know, everybody says that this stadium deal is bad. I'm like, it ain't isn't that it? I was going to say, now you're kind of looking at it like, maybe we didn't get screwed as badly as we thought because these other cities lost their teams and have had worse deals on their way out. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, it's... it's I... I that's the thing about pro sports that gets me is this just this constant, you know, I get teams, I get players changed. That's fine. But when the teams are, it's this constant, well, we want more and we want more right. tax revenue. We want yep. a better uh, stadium. Bigger we piece. want a bigger practice facility. We want this, you know, it's like at a certain point, like you've lost that whole community aspect, which yeah. is what got the team to that point in the first place. Absolutely. Right. Crazy. The, uh, Build me an arena. We're talking about mil- billions. Like we're talking in, like we are well past just hundreds of millions of dollars. Like we are closing in on billions. Well, of and dollars. ultimately, that that is why the the franchises in the NFL do what they want to do mm-hmm. because they're like, eh, we make billions of dollars. There will be some city that says, yeah, we'll do that, and there always is, whether they can afford it or not, because these cities yeah. will. They can afford it for a few years. I was going to say, <laughs> these cities will bankrupt themselves to, to make it happen and then realize halfway through the deal, oh my God, we can't afford this. What have we done? Yeah, like, <laughs> this was Uh-oh. a terrible Don't idea. you want to go to St. Louis? <laughs> I immediately regret drinking milk. <laughs> right. Good God. Uh, let's do, because we're coming up on the, on the hour here with 12 ounce. We still need to get to Degenerate Dartboard of Doom. No, we don't. Yep, Scott is I do not feel I like I did not forget. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to forget the week where you're like, the only one throwing. I feel like Degenerate Dartboard of Doom can get skipped. We're nope. We, uh, we're we're going to talk about that. Uh, wait, hang on. Before you do DDD, hang on. Uh, let's do the quick, quick hitter questions. Yes. yes. Uh, so, Catherine, since mm-hmm. you were here the last time, we have developed some questions oh. that are very divisive. Oh, In our Facebook divisive. group, uh, you can find the Facebook group, Craft Brood Sports uh, Podcast Facebook group. These are debates that rage in rage. this group. People get so furious. There are fights that break out. I've seen families broken over this. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to my sister in years because of these <laughs> discussions. Uh, That's so a good call. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say much, but what he says is good. So we need you to weigh in on these questions. Scott, Quick hitters, and these are just, you know, off the top of your head. head. So, Scott, I'll turn it over to you. <clears throat> Plain cake donuts, yay or nay? Nay. Very good. Oh, very quick. Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Yeah, she's on fire. Two for two. Do you button the shirt from the top down or the bottom up? Top down. That's weird. That's weird? <laughs> That's very weird. I'm a girl. That is the correct. No, no shut that up, is the incorrect. It's bottom up. <laughs> you button bottom from up. the bottom up. Absolutely. No. What? No. Yeah. Top down. You are correct. So you Number one, I think. 
girls have like one button-down shirt, but still. That's a fair point. It is a very different so this answer. Is, this is you before you finish button. You, you got the top button up here at your neck. I'm thinking like a button-down shirt. You start here and you work down. No, no you that's go, correct. You go, it's you called a button-down <laughs> shirt. It's <laughs> not <laughs> called a button-up shirt. You button up. You button, button down. You button up a button down. Anyway, so this is what we're talking about, Nero. It is very divisive. I'm out of here. They're both wrong. A lot of bad blood about this. In the same vein, do you zip your pants and then button, or do you button and then zip? Zip, then button. Thank you. That's a good answer. That <laughs> also is the correct wrong. answer. Also wrong. No, you don't button and then zip. You definitely zip and then button. Nope. Button, then zip. She just said I you said zip, zip and Oh, then that's button. shit. Idiot. Yeah, I, pulled a, compl- I pulled a, a yeah, scott. You pulled a scott sorry. and weren't paying attention. Ha! Mm, she I got the right answer there. Mm. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage because I'm the only girl, though. No, no, no. no. Th- this is good because we're getting yeah, a different it's a, perspective. It's a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very good. Our IPA is just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that as a yes. Yes, that's, that's a, a definitive yes. yes. That's a yes. <laughs> and now the two most important questions, okay. the ones that the group is still, this is the civil war of okay. crap sports, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Bruce Willis says no, I say no. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <clears throat> and finally, is a hot dog a sandwich? I say yes. Yes! Oh my Mother. god, Catherine Nero, I love you. It's two pieces of bread oh, with meat in the middle fantastic. of the sandwich. We've gone over this. Catherine Nero, everybody, the Whatever. greatest you know guest in craft root sports you. history. Oh no, 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 you know what? I beat Bronson. I beat Bronson. <laughs> yes, because Bronson. Bronson? I, I think Bronson said it wasn't a sandwich. Yeah, he so did. So he's out. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I, you know out. what, though? I, the, the problem is, ironically enough, you and you and Bronson were actually like flipped. So yeah. on the ones that like we're split on, she picked the opposite of what Bronson picked. So, <laughs> so it's actually better. Is that, you, you guys are like exactly the same. Here. You guys are exactly the uh, same. Funny enough, the difference is though. Nero was very to the point. I've got yeah. this. I know what to answer. Bronson, if you remember that first Bronson question, hesitated on everything. the first question. Bronson was like, "Oh, that's a, oh, that's yeah. a, yeah. Mm, yeah. that's he, a really good question." He, he I did want the old old cake donuts. Plain, yeah, there. plain cake donuts. Hmm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather eat a dog treat than a plain cake donut. <laughs> Thank you. That Thank is, you. Thank you. Tyson about to be pissed. Yeah, Tyson can be pissed. He's the one, and Tyson is the one who. Or, and, generated that question because he loves him some cake donuts and he's wrong uh doug morgan super funny comedian from here in ohio says what's up y'all my beer gut will not allow me to button first but when i was skinny button first then zip fantastic you know what that's a valid point depending on uh, how much i've eaten the the girth i just like to go with the the spandex the girth factors in uh, you know that's fair just wear sweatpants and it's fine you don't have to worry about that at all that's the beauty of uh, not being on TV. I haven't put on a pair of Spanx in six months. It's wonderful. <laughs> you men do not understand the pain with which. Oh, and Ooh. just we didn't bring it All up. Right, well, that sounds like a punishment. Wear Spanx for an entire show. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, <laughs> you have no idea the pain that you no, will endure. It sounds Spanx. brutal, right? That's yeah, that that's a good awful. punishment. Listen, Wait a second! I had to do an entire show with icy hot on my undercarriage, so I don't want to hear oh. you bitching about Spanx. You did have to drink out of a shoe. I, yes, I'm. <laughs> And drank the whole beer out of his shoe. That was bad. That was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Oh God! Scott, I know. I dirtied up the table. Uh, good thing I got this sweet tablecloth on there. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, degenerate dartboard of doom. We'll get our picks first. Oh. and then then Scott can throw because we're probably going to run out of time here on twelve ounce. Uh, for those of you listening on twelve ounce radio, you can catch us. Flip over to Facebook Live or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Last week was a bloodbath for Scott. Not so much for me and Joe. 
So let's get our picks for this week. To be fair, it was never a bloodbath because I called you the did fact call that they it. were going to screw me over. And that's the second time this year that the Eagles have screwed me and that I picked against the Cowboys and the Cowboys won. So, you know, <laughs> to be expected. Uh, the game that I just drew, Miami at Minnesota. Minnesota is a seven and a half point favorite. I mean, fans just put U.S. Bank Arena, uh, U.S. Bank Stadium in Miami up for sale on Craigslist because they're so disappointed (laughs) with the team. So I am going to throw this one. Not only that, I'm going to throw this one back. Those two teams, I can't tell you what I think about either of them. The Dolphins win games that they're not supposed to, lose the ones they are supposed to. And then the Vikings this year were supposed to be, oh, yeah, they're NFC champs for sure. They can't win a game. Yeah. They're terrible right now, and so I wouldn't want to touch that one at all. I don't want to touch this one at all, but yes. I'm stuck with it. I mean, oh, that's Cleveland that's at Denver. Denver is Ooh. a two-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Brutal. Brutal. That is um, rough. Baker, I- Baker, the <laughs> touchdown <laughs> rainmaker. Dude, they just lost to San Francisco. I know. That's I why know. Can, I can't even begin that's to pick why, that That's game. why as soon as I saw this, I was like, this is a terrible. Can we come back? I can't change it, so can we yeah, come back g- to this one? Give me a minute to think about this one. Oh, my God. This makes me want to throw up. Uh, Kevin In fact, Grady. the only thing that would be worse is if I grab the 49ers right now because I don't know what the fuck. Kevin Grady says, does Skyline serve chili or do they serve slightly thicker gravy? It's slightly thicker gravy. It's not real chili. I mean, it's seriously, not Texas chili, I literally just said delicious. the only thing worse <laughs> would be if it? I pick San Francisco. <sighs> Seattle's three and a half point dogs. It's in San Francisco. I'm rooting for Seattle anyway because I'm rooting for the draft pick. Do you know what? I'm going with Seattle. And when my team screws me and wins by what? half a point. You were what? You were What was the line C- on that Seattle's one? Seattle's giving up three and a half. So Seattle will win. I'm calling this now. Seattle will win. This will be the drop for next week. Seattle will win by a field goal. <laughs> I will lose this so one off the half a point. Exactly. So yes. you're predicting the correct outcome and the incorrect one at the same time. Absolutely. And that's how I roll. I've done that twice this season. Gotcha. Uh, Joe, go ahead pick your game here. Joe, who do you got in your first draw? Tampa Bay and Baltimore. Baltimore is a seven and a half point favorite. What? How? Um, How bad is Tampa Bay? They're terrible. Tampa Tampa Bay is pretty terrible. Tampa Bay is bad, but this past week, again, they gave the Saints a run for their money in a low-scoring game that I was like, oh, the Saints will blow them out by 40. That's because Jameis Winston needs those Ws, baby. You know what? I'm a... I'm going to take Tampa Bay on the points. What was yeah. the spread no, on that yeah, one? Yeah, seven, seven and a half. half. Because, the, because the Ravens, while they've been playing well and have won, I think, four straight, they've all been close. <sighs> Goodness gracious. All right, well, that's going to wrap up me. Craft no, Sports. Back to me. <laughs> back to me here. Cleveland versus Denver. Would you Denver. Do Google some stats? No, I was writing down what the games were because oh, okay. I didn't want to mess this up. Uh, Cleveland versus Denver. Denver, two and a half point favorite. You know what? Uh, for Joe's sake, because I'm such a jinx, I'm going to take Denver in this one. Uh, I think Denver, I think they win it by a field goal. That should be, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> it's such a, at this point, it's like, whatever. I don't, it's a it's toss up. I don't even know what to, to think about that game. I really don't. No, it's literally all pick Den- a name out of hat. I was going to say, all Denver has to do is kick a field goal to win, and yet yeah. they're, they probably will find a way Kaiser, not to. are you putting off? Throwing this dart. Scott, huh? go get your Are dart. You, what? Get up there and throw that damn dart. <laughs> throw this Let's dart. Show. Nero, get out of there. Throw this dart. We have You're three more minutes. You're inviting me. 
We have three more minutes here on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, and I want everybody to know what your punishment is that you get. I hope it's uh, terrible. This First week. Of all, get the shot of Hypno ready because you're going to get that. <laughs> This week on the board, we have added some new punishments. Uh, there's rot gut, where you have to drink rot gut uh, whiskey or like gas station booze instead of beer for the show. Uh, there's a, a punishment on there. What else did I add on this week? Uh, 40-year-old virgin, you're going to get uh, your chest waxed or drink from a baby bottle. Go ahead and throw, Scott. That's baby bottle. Scott, oh, right in there. Yeah. He will be drinking from a baby bottle. Um, he, he was right for that one. First try. All right. Sucks to suck, suckers. Firmly in the baby bottle. For those of y'all hoping for worse, suck it. You were really close to tweeting at Mia Khalifa, though. I know. Really close. Closer than I would. And you were also pretty that close to missing the board awesome. altogether. No, if he misses I fully, the board, what happens then? I and he has to, to do a shot, shot and throw no. again. Do I get to make up the punishment? Is that what the rule Wait, is? Well, no, because no, I was trying to figure it out. If I miss the board twice, what did we decide? Uh, you do another shot and throw again. You just keep doing shots and oh. throwing until you're too drunk to throw. I, I, <laughs> I thought there was a stoppage at which point <laughs> something else happened, but okay. Nope. Uh, you just keep doing shots and keep throwing at the board. All right. Uh, for those of you at 12 Ounce, uh, stick around. If you want to hear the, the next live show, Right Angles uh, is the next show coming up. You can tune in there. You can follow us on the Facebook live feed if you want to switch over uh, or hit us up on our podcast available thank you guys very much later for on tonight shout it. out to 12 ounce and jefe for and we're uh, so happy to be back home on 12 ounce again it's for the so second awesome. week in a row god it was our everything, goal everything just sounds good it feels better it the just facebook live video right. looks good while it's happening i just i just feel so good i feel yeah. so good about also, it also everybody out there listening go check out our facebook we will be doing a giveaway for some tickets from minuteman mm. and some Boom. money nice. so make go. sure you keep your eyes peeled for this upcoming week check out facebook money. for details <laughs> facebook and twitter you can hit us up on mm. both for details yes. on that so shout out 12 ounce sports radio uh cheers everybody over there let's talk here about um what were we gonna go to next oh this is one thing that that happened this week that i wanted to talk about real quick before we get into everything else uh consumer candidate uh, something happened this week that was kind of jarring the toronto raptors beat the warriors at home and the world has exploded <sighs> that the Raptors are back. They beat the Warriors at full strength in Oakland. It wasn't like they were missing Steph or missing KD. Scott's face kind of tells how I feel about this. <laughs> um, you know who didn't play for the Raptors, too? Kawhi. Of, I was going to say, Ka- I didn't get all, there yet. I was going right. to say, on top of all on that. On top of all that, <laughs> Kawhi was not in the lineup. So everybody is saying that Toronto is oh the real God. deal. People are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, this is file it under R for recency bias again. Here we go. Every year with the NBA, this is the, this is the team that's going to dethrone the Warriors. <laughs> Look at it. In December, they beat them handedly. The Raptors. Yes. Take <laughs> yes. The, Catherine, the Raptors from the East are going to be <laughs> beat the Warriors. Who is the your West? pick, Catherine, for oh uh, NBA Finals this year? 
I think you always have to pick the Warriors. I think it's just a given. It's There's like no that one's thinking. filled in. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, I don't know, roulette the other ones. And I then somebody from the East. Somebody from the East who's going to get beat. I mean, <laughs> I, get, I mean, of all the sports, the NBA is my least favorite. And I, you know, it, this doesn't help. Like, you know what I mean? Like this. Just dominance by the Warriors does not help. All right. Well, really quickly, Whoa. though. So last week we we talked about this and I brought it up in, in the Facebook group because they got, you know, people people like to the NBA is an easy target. And mm-hmm. rightfully so, because, you know, the, the outcomes are pretty predictable and we see it coming, you know, a season in advance generally. But when you look at college football. Alabama no, and accurate. Clemson, and, and mostly the whole Alabama thing, They we said from the minute that that yeah. pass was thrown in that national championship game last year, okay, cool, yeah. Alabama will be there next year, and we'll be talking about them again, and here we are. And so what do you think and is We're the, not there yet, because the they still have to get past Oklahoma. No, 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 we're, we're there, <laughs> yeah, and we're there. Alabama. And Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And Notre Dame, that's right. Yeah, you oh, got Notre Dame, right, sorry, they have to worry that's about right, those Joe. two powerhouses Thank you, in front of them. Thank you, sir. So what do you think, what can you attribute to that? The fact that college football seemingly gets a pass because people love, like, and really, they have and, and you know what? College football about, for generations. And I was gonna say, and think when about they it too. Suck, they like college the, football. The NFL, you know I mean, like, the NFL has a similar problem where it's like everybody pencils in the Patriots, and it's a shocker more times than not when they don't make it, but they make it a lot. I mean, yeah. baseball really is the only one where at the beginning of the year you can joke and say the Yankees, but they're not a lock, and they right. haven't been. And they're the only sport where there are two teams at the end of the year where at the beginning people are generally like, eh, maybe one of them I thought would get there. Didn't think it was a, a for sure thing. But, hey, it's two teams that uh, they earn their way there. Yeah, the only thing – I mean, football – the college football is just, you know, the passion about it. You know, the tailgating and the – you know, uh, that it's like a familial thing. You know, everybody you – know, my grandma went to that school and, you know, my <laughs> blah, blah, all of that. Um, you don't really get that with the NBA. My grandma – I don't my, even think knew what my the grandma NBA was. played for the Warriors. I'm not sure my grandma knew what a basketball was. <laughs> I right? was gonna say, <laughs> so, my, my grandma doesn't know the old NBC jingle <laughs> that we learned was not exclusive to NBC this week. <laughs> Correct. But yeah, no, right. we we can't. I couldn't really figure that out. I mean, you know, those other sports get a pa- get get a pass, but then the NBA, it seems well, like. Well, and also it's new in college football, the playoff system. It. You know what I mean? Like, so you can't. Comp- you can obviously people do. Um, oh, why aren't there eight? Why aren't there sixteen teams? You know, all well, of that. Well, there should definitely be eight, but whatever. Yeah, and then then when you get eight, there should definitely be no, 16. no, no, no. <laughs> eight, eight is where it should stop. It's always no. You're right. Eight you're is right, always though. the perfect number. But at the same time, you know, I think that it's you know it's growing pains with college football as far as the the championship goes but yeah i don't see alabama moving away from the top couple for the next i don't know ever our lifetimes <laughs> well, i mean and that's where my family's from like we grew up you had to pick auburn or alabama sadly i picked auburn uh, i like <laughs> growing up but that has not really rewarded me with any uh any other than the cam newton championship all the championships and the kick six yeah the kick six that was a good one that iron bowl was a nice one well and they've got the oh four <coughs> undefeated we ish, won ish but not really kind of <laughs> that just uh there was just an article about that about uh 10 teams who if there was i didn't college, i didn't click on that because i didn't want to i didn't want to be upset because like you said in the article or in your caption it's like 
this is all just hearsay and It was so frustrating because they were yeah. like, teams that would have been champions <laughs> if there was playoffs. If and one of them champion. was 2012 Oregon, who had lost and didn't, like, they finished number three in the BCS, so it was Notre Dame, Alabama in that championship game. And they were like, Oregon would have won. It's like, no, they would have gotten stopped by Alabama, too. Alabama was legit. And that's why that I didn't year. click on that article, because it was just a bunch of, well, this could have happened, and a lot of them that they threw in there were opinions that, because they never played out, they can't say either. Right. So, But the, that was the number 10 was that Auburn team. Yeah. Uh, and the picture yeah. was just Tommy Tuberville just like walking arm in arms <laughs> with the guys. I was like, man, had he won that, would he have even ended up at UC no, at some point no, in his career? No. He would have been like, just punch my ticket. I'm here at Auburn right. forever. forever. Uh, <laughs> but instead, he ended up being relegated to UC. Yeah. And <laughs> even then was like, yeah, I can't hack it here either. I was going to say, to be fair, he earned everything he got at UC. <laughs> that was all him. Because I remember thinking, wow, they got it. And it was a disaster from the word Well, I mean, go. He, he didn't recruit. That no, I know. He didn't I mean, do he did anything. Not here. He didn't coach. He didn't recruit. Yeah. He was just And I loved there. Tommy Turbo. I mean, like, I love, I covered him at Ole Miss when he was, um, when he was there. Uh, and obviously was a fan of him when he was at Auburn. But yeah, when he got here. It was he like, was just, all right, guys, on the retirement tour. <laughs> yeah, no, he literally. Yeah, good to see you. He, he literally was like, that ca- that check cash, I'm good. Woo, I'll see you guys in two weeks. Because <laughs> that was it. You know, he just went into recruits' house and was like, I'm Tommy Tuberville. Remember Come me? on. Remember Come me? on. I coach it. God. You see. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into consumer candidate for this week. Uh, fantastic beer this week. Santa's Bribe from Taft's Brewing Company. Consumer Candidate brought to you by Tavor. If you guys need some brews, go to our website, craftbrewsports.com. Click the sponsors link. You can get a $10 credit after your first beer. Catherine, I'm going to go to you first. You yes. were pretty high on this beer when we first started. Did it hold up for you? Not only did it hold up, but I'm just reading this on the side of the can. It says, it says, uh, you know, leave this, blah, 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 this brew, blah, blah, blah. Um, Leave it for Santa, basically, and you'll get your heart's desire. Is what old Saint Nick will leave. So, so maybe they should have called this Santa Baby. No. <laughs> so you're bribe. I get it now. You're bribing Santa with this beer instead of milk and cookies. You're putting this out. Do you get it now? I get it. I, I, I got it um, before, but thanks. No, but I like the explanation of it. Uh, I I like this one. Thank you. I like this one. This is to keep it. You're gonna you're gonna consume, consume it. Consume, yes, sir. Uh, Scott, consume it or can it? This was a slam dunk consume. This was the Warriors of uh, this show. <laughs> <laughs> there was no doubt from the first sip that this was going to be a consume. And it not only did it hold up, I actually think that the flavor got better, like we said, mm-hmm. once it got a little warmer. the It was a little bit deeper and richer. on uh, the Because Nero mentioned the honey shined through yeah. really strong at the beginning. But it kind of muted the honey, and, and the rest of the flavors were, were more there. Um, eh, the, I will say, though, Not a lot vanilla. of vanilla. That, yeah, yeah. That, that, to me, though, and I'm going to say this probably, and I'll just keep saying this, if a beer advertises that they have vanilla in it, I'm just going to... Well, no, we've talked about that a lot, mm-hmm. where we want to taste whatever it says is on there. But at this point, I've just decided that vanilla, I'm going to write it off. It never shows up. Too vanilla, you're saying? There, no, no, no. <laughs> There's no beer that actually delivers the vanilla. Like, it yeah. just... It they, must I not work in the I was going to say, process. I was like, it's just a flavor that I don't think is strong enough to shine through past all the beer. Yeah. And so, 
that that would be the only disappointment on this end is just and, but all of them have that problem is it there's no vanilla but everything else total mm-hmm. consume even at 10.99 a sixer i'm consuming this one it's a little bit on the pricier wow. side yeah, it yeah, is, that a little pricey but <laughs> i think it's worth it but i especially uh, considering it's only coming around a, like once a year and, you're and, only getting it at this time of year and back up really quickly because christmas beers i don't think there's a single one of them mm, they're all that there, are yeah. under that's true 12 dollars for six every single one of them charges 12 dollars for a six or so at this point the price of doing business you know you're paying two dollars a can for a Christmas beer, so I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt yep. with that. One. Uh, this was uh, this is why I went next and consumed uh, because Joe is the one that I was worried about on this beer. Joe, you are the IPA guy. You're the anti dark beer guy. You're the one word defender. What do you got? Consume it or can it? Consume. Oh! <laughs> I am shocked. I am clutching my pearls. That is that tells you how good this beer is. I was just gonna say, look, we might have our jokes, but that means that this beer is good because Joe is very, very precise with all of his. It's it's eh, don't like it, and that's a ninety percent like rate right there is eh or don't like it. And so for him to consume means that this is a that's huge. Uh, Santa's bribe by Tasperoon Company. You can find it anywhere in Cincinnati. Get you some. <laughs> also, my dad, that was my dad's thing. <laughs> uh, that was my dad's thing growing up. He said that Santa always wanted a bologna sandwich and beer. He didn't want milk oh, and interesting. cookies. Interesting. And I never understood. I was like, why do you guys? Uh, my dad said Santa that wants bologna. genius. Yeah. We, yeah. My parents would say, you know, he gets milk and cookies everywhere. Maybe we should leave him something else. It wouldn't be. Yeah. It wouldn't be beer. But uh, <laughs> well, I, I not just the self. Well, and I still you remember. You can just set Santa's tray right here, son. It's right <laughs> my, here in my daddy's oh, my chair. Sure he likes to right. hang out here. My mom still brings it up. And I always chuckle because I'm like, yeah, wow. Knowing that. I remember one year where we made all these cookies and I loaded up that plate. Me and my brother were just stacking and my mom was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Santa's got other houses to get to. Like, maybe we shouldn't fill them up. And I was like, what does he care? I mean, the more cookies, the better, right? I mean, cookies are great. Who doesn't want more cookies? It's fine. And then I woke up and saw this. And mom later on was like, yeah, so we just totally put those back with the rest of them. Like, there was no way we were eating that entire plate of cookies. I mean, it wasn't until years later that she told me this. Oh, I was going to say, I thought oh, no, it was no, like no, the no, next day no, that no, she was no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, son. She, she let us ride out believing in Santa as long as it was. But when that story came up, I did say, like, so what, what happened with that whole thing? She's like, yeah, we had to put those when back. When did you stop believing? <sighs> you know what? I'm not even afraid to like admit like I really wanted to hold on to Santa. And so I probably overlooked a lot of things that, you know, mm-hmm. pre- gave it away. I would say the first time I ever questioned it, though. Not question. When did you stop? When were you like, this isn't a thing? Mm, and kids I- earmuffs because Santa is real. Yeah, I'm confused by this question. <laughs> yeah. Honest. I was just going to say. Spoiler alert. Well, no, no. I was going to say. Because oh, I would say that. The, it, it, it was kind of a, uh, a downward slope. Seven is the first time I recognized, huh, Santa wrote me back a letter and he's got the same handwriting as my right mom? Right there, that's Santa's that, problem. Santa well, should be writing back letters. Right, and I was like, Santa's that's weird. But my mom, ex- and I, I even said, I was like, Mom, Santa's got the same handwriting. And she, and she explained it away as, you know, well, Santa can write however he wants. Yada, yada. I kind of bought that. 
but I would say 10 is when I fully stopped. Stop. Like, and, and again, I was very much like in denial. Like I wanted Santa to be real. And so 10 is probably late for most people, but that was when I could say, all right, I'm, I, I don't think I can buy this. Anymore. Catherine, when, how old were you? When you I were don't old? remember. I think some idiot kid told me like in second grade. <laughs> See, nobody, nobody but, ruined it for me, thankfully. But, like but nobody was that guy. This Christmas is the first Christmas that my, neither of my kids that I, let me rephrase. My kids are 14 and 12. I'm sure they have not believed for a while, but this is the first year I know they both don't believe. And it's so weird because they're like, Santa can bring that. I'm like, um. <laughs> they're like, Santa's still now they're just working the system. <laughs> and they're like, you know, in our stockings, I'm like, I don't want to know what you're talking about. Like, here. Yeah, and, there is a certain amount of manipulating it. Yeah. Once you realize that Santa isn't real, well, I mean, then and you I'm can still be doing like, our well, elf on the shelf brings gifts every night. And when I say gifts, it's like Hershey's kisses and like little Santa Claus, like marshmallow guys or whatever. But every once in a while, the elf will forget. <laughs> And they're like, Mom. I'm like, I what? It's the elf on the shelf. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So until you say it to my face, <laughs> that's the elf on the shelf's problem, not mine. You're so shaggy to that's mess true. with me. That is true. You gotta say it. It is the exact reason why I don't do elf on the shelf and won't. Because I'm like, one wasn't a thing when I was a kid. Two, See, it you're was not going to get. I was a kid. I had it. We had it. We what? Had it. We never saw the elf, but the elf on the shelf. The uh, elf came. See, the that's elf what... came and would give us little. I, see, gifts. I've never heard My... of that until the elf on the shelf thing. And because it wasn't a thing when I was a kid, I was straight. You up better saying, get an elf on the shelf nope. for your kid. I nope. swear to God, I told no, no, him. No. You know what? No, I told that him elf is showing up at your house. <laughs> no, nope. you know what's funny? I told him. I straight up said Mm-mm. that is fake. Santa's real, but that elf is just something that your kids are going to be the mean kids that tell other kids. You know, no, 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 but you want to know you why? The wrong way. Because the elf is sitting there on the shelf at Target. Like you, you can't buy, you can't buy you Santa. My you can sitter, literally buy the my elf. My sitter went because one of the kids at daycare was like, "Do you have an elf here?" And the sitter went, "Yeah, nobody's ever found him." Genius! I was like, "That is such a good move." That's what happens at our house too. It's like, dude, sorry, man. Yeah, he's here somewhere. I don't know where he is. You find him, and then the kids look for him. They look for him. Kids are some dummies. (laughs) That's what my parents did for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, there's 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 like leprechaun. Yeah, he's here somewhere. Go go find that basket of gold (laughs) coins that are chocolate somewhere. Yeah, go ahead, go look. Go look, mommy and daddy need some whiskey. Hours of babysitting (laughs) right there. Joe, how old were you when you stopped believing? I have no idea. I don't remember. That's too. I was today years old. (laughs) You guys have ruined it. I was twelve. Were you? Yes. I applaud you. But 11, you wanted to hang on to it. Then. 11 years old, I, I wrote did. a letter to Santa, and I asked for a specific uh, statue of Santa, and I was like, if he can bring me this, I'll know he's real. And I sealed it up, sent it off, didn't tell anybody about it, like didn't tell my parents. Oh. It's like, I'm testing. My asshole older brother got it out of me <gasps> and narked me out to my parents, and then my Aww. parents went on, they went on like a multi-state hunt for this statue because this is before like amazon you couldn't just like i actually was just talking to my mom and i was like hey by the way i looked it up on amazon you can find that for like 18 dollars and get it the next day thanks to prime (laughs) and she was like yeah we had to get your aunt in chicago to track one down in some specialty store and ship it to us overnight because it wasn't going to be here in time uh but i i got that on christmas morning when i was 11 and i was like i he's real i didn't tell anybody about this and my brother's just sitting there laughing sweet and then I was That's 12 years old. 
Well, then I was 12 years old, and my dad, I'll never forget it, we were driving in the car, and my dad was like, uh, hey, by the way, I don't want you getting beat up. Santa's not real. <laughs> this is kind of what that I That was do how with my the daughter. dream ended? I was in sixth grade, bro. No, I don't care. Because, I had to do look, this with I my mean, daughter. I mean, I kind of just accepted it organically. Again, I wanted to hold on to it because to me, there's nothing more childlike than yeah. believing in Santa. Right. And it's the last innocent thing that you have. So I really wanted to hold on to it. And again, I, you know, somewhere around there, 10, 11, somewhere, that's when I was like, all right, it's how they get. But it 12. hurt. It hurt to give it up, and it didn't give. I mean, it Papa didn't B, end because somebody was like, "I don't want you to get your ass kicked." Papa son. B just, just rips off the band aid. He's just Damn. like, "Nah, listen." Kid. I love Papa B, but that is <laughs> that is savage. I had, to, I had to do that. My daughter last year, and she's in eighth grade, right? And I'm like, uh, "You know, you know that Santa, you know, is not." You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't want to put he's words not, in your mouth. He, he's not what, mom? He's not constipated. And, I mean, he's and, good this time of year. He's regular. She's a, like she's not a very like she's a very like matter of fact like kind of to the point kid. She goes, yes. I, <laughs> I said, so you know, like I just to be clear, you know, like that. This also, you know, like the tooth fairy, and the, she goes. Yeah, no. I'm like, okay, okay, we're good, we're good. Well, I just no, don't want to get into a fight with a kid at lunch. Like, <laughs> I could see this but happening. You mentioned that, and you know what's funny? All of the other ones, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, any of those other ones, I easily was like, yeah, those are fake and those were lame. And I never no really believed up for those. Yeah, and, and they're I'm like, I guess parents don't try as hard with right, those. Right. I mean, you know, the Tooth Fairy, it's I remember figuring deal. that out immediately because my mom came up. I think it was one of my first two teeth I lost. And she's like, what? The, it was not the, one of your tooth? first two teeth. That was when you were a baby. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying like when you got money for it. When, like gotcha, when they gotcha, actually. Gotcha. And my mom's like, what? You, you don't, the, the, the tooth razor? Well, let's, uh, let's fluff up your pillow here. And, and she tried to do like the, do old the old flip <laughs> and like the slide flip, of hand. Yeah, and flip it. And I was like, and I saw it and I was just like, wait, what, what the hell did you just do? And she's like, what? And I'm like. <laughs> Oh, okay. And that's how that ended. Your mom did the, the dollar bill handshake that like, the old man <laughs> With the pillow. And so uh, that one, I and, and all of those I accepted right away. But Santa, I refused to. Because I love Christmas and I love Santa. And I just didn't want And I remember when I did give it up, I remember thinking, I will let my kids and I will play along as long as they want Until it to they be. hit 12 and you're worried about them getting nope, beat up. Nope, I, I was going to say, I, I will not ruin it for them. You got to do it. Like, no, I will, no, you got to no, 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 no. lay that groundwork. Because you know what? I will go to that school and I will fight those kids myself. <laughs> I got no Fs to give. It's, see, the thing is, though, it's not about the other kids. It's about, <clears throat> this is what I was so worried about. Um, was that it was my kid going to be like, yes, it is real. I'm going to beat your butt. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's I fine. I'm okay with in that. the cafeteria. My kid's beating up some other kid and the entire, you know, school is like, <laughs> I'll come defend him. Santa's real. You know, look, Dweeb. Look, yeah. <laughs> look, I still watch Rudolph every single year religiously. And I don't care if, if my kid is beating up somebody else. Cause they think Santa's real. Then I'm getting in. I'm throwing down <laughs> and we still leave carrots for Rudolph too. Mother. What? <laughs> You leave carrots for Rudolph? Yeah, you got to do that. We left carrots for the yeah. for the reindeer. It wasn't just yep. Rudolph. It was for all. We leave magic reindeer feet. I mean, come uh, on. You s- sprinkle that out in the yard? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fine. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, but I mean Santa's not alone. Reindeer feet. Yeah, right. No, I mean, Santa's not alone. We left whole carrot stalks. Like, not the mini nice. carrots. They were whole nice. carrot stalks, which makes me wonder, 
Man, my parents were eating whole carrot stalks. <laughs> nah, they just cut that up. No, nah, <laughs> that was that was like thrown into the street. It got <laughs> ran over. Eating the cookies, eating the carrots. They, they cut that up until the very end, and then took a little bite. And they were like, "There's teeth marks. Move that." In. Which I never caught on. Buried to that in I the was, bottom <laughs> of the garbage. They like piled yeah. everything else on top Absolutely. of it, so you would never notice. Did it snow? <laughs> All right, let's, let's get before we ruin any other kids. Sorry, kids. Hey, I know. I'm so sorry. Listening to this. If you're watching real, Facebook at 10:20, if you're listening quick, to our show, good. April Ball says, "If you're listening you go, to girl, our show, April Ball is, April we love you." My, my, I was gonna say, I feel like I know her name from. You two from are the always show. on my Facebook Live in the mornings. Thank you, man. April. Anybody who listens to Catherine's show or watches <laughs> Catherine's show and then tuned in now, you're my favorite people. Shout out. You've only been commenting on the show like every, every day, every day, multiple times. <laughs> even when, when, even when I know Nero won't respond to me, I'm like, I don't care. I, I, got I literally had I to text him one time and say, "Do not." You say can't say dick. that. <laughs> don't say dick in the comments. And I said it water. within context of you can't be a dick. Like it wasn't it. like I was just like so that would have gotten bleeped. That wouldn't have gotten bleeped. You can. That that doesn't get bleeped, right? It's only if you're talking about a male right. penis that it That's gets bleeped. It wasn't it wasn't the calling a person like or the act of being one. It's it's super it weird. Fine. The rules are weird because you could be like you could say somebody's a dick, but if you say suck my that yeah. dick has a big dick, the right. second one gets bleeped. It's very strange. Right. Yeah, or if you, you said <laughs> moving <then> on. <laughs> Let's get moving in, on. Let's get into motherfucking. That's hold on. That's gonna be in. That's gonna be in the description of this podcast. We break down the uses of dick on Facebook. FCC compliance of dick. This week, motherfucker of the week poll. We had Steph Curry who thinks the moon landing wasn't real, and then tried to play it off as like. No! Just playing uh, against the entire Chicago Bulls team who complained that their coach made them practice too hard. Catherine, who is the MF of the week? Despite the the ridiculousness of the military push-ups. Super crazy. That uh, the entire Bulls team was forced to do, I still say it's Steph Curry. You can't, I mean, come on. Really? I still say it's Steph Curry. <coughs> really? Is, cool. I'm a huge Steph Curry fan. However, that is some crazy talk. Interesting, Scott. Who is your pick for MF of the week? It's a tough call. I wanted, week. I wanted it to be Steph Curry because, come on, man. I mean, they they aren't going to elaborate lengths to to recreate the moon landing, like uh, you know, to fake all that. I think all for those what? people. Yeah, I mean, I like what is, what does anybody gain from doing that? Like all those conspiracy theorists. America even, won. Well, That's what we gain. Well, America. Well, well before Steph Curry, anybody who ever said that the moon landing was fake, I just looked at him. You've got issues, and you know. So I wanted it to be Steph Curry, but man, if you go make millions of dollars and you go and complain, not just not just complain. Like it's one thing to be like, man, this sucks, man, bro. Yeah, I don't like this. You went and filed a union grievance over doing some push-ups <laughs> and sprints. Yeah, not and just push-ups and bro. sprints, bro, and maybe some laps <laughs> and practicing on a Sunday. They made him work on the Sabbath, bro. That is holy. <laughs> Nobody Unless rolled. there's a game and then it's fine. <laughs> Nobody rolls on the Sabbath. Um, yeah, it, the Bulls, man. Again, and I can't name a single Bull, so that doesn't help either. So the fact that they're no name and they're whining, y'all, y'all some motherfuckers. I'm going with the Bulls too. That's such a clown <laughs> move to to flat out uh, just. Come on, you can't complain about that. So I'm also going with the Bulls. You you got to practice, man. 
and you suck. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> It'd be different. I would understand complaining if, they were winning. if you're rolling teams and you're the best in the league and it's like, dude, why are you making us practice? We're, we're legit. You are terrible. You need all the gym time you can. Everybody is complaining about the Bulls being gassed. So, yeah, you do need to run some extra sprints. Uh, you should do push-ups for the fact that you lost so bad. It's the worst loss in franchise history. You are god-awful. Uh, you you are terrible. You are MFers. Joe, how'd the vote shake out? America has voted. And I mean America. Highest <laughs> vote total <laughs> we have ever had. Boom. Love y'all. This is impressive. Love you. Yeah, shout out to Nero for helping us get that vote total. You're welcome. 59%. Said the Bulls. Oh, oh, there you go. Wow. And that, you know what, though? That's come down. And that's a. <laughs> that's close because earlier on in the show, the Bulls were running away with it. So this was this was a lot closer than, you know. So what you're saying is if we stand for two more hours, <laughs> eventually. Steph Curry will the, run out. The poll is yeah. actually open for a week. So it could. There have been times where we've done this and then the poll closes a week later. And I'm and like. Really? That's yeah, not what we said. Say, yeah. <laughs> it ends That's up being the opposite. <laughs> uh, Nero, thank you so oh, much for joining. This was so cool to have you back. Uh, tell everybody how they can find you on Facebook Live. Uh, Catherine Nero, K-A-T-H-R-I-N-E. It's very strange, uh, spelled weirdly. And then live on the Inquirer's Facebook page every Monday through Thursday, Or you can just be friends with me, and I'll share that shit out, because that's what I do. <laughs> that is what he does. So I am Nero's number one hype what, man. What, what position did I give you, Vice President, in charge of marketing? Is that... Yeah, I, it, although I don't understand how it was vice Nero president. Hype. Oh, wait, only behind you. I'm the president, you. I was going to say, right, then, never mind. I'm never the mind. president. That's okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> vice president of marketing, vice president of marketing. But, yes, check out Nero whenever you can. She's the best. And Yeah, thank, thank you, you so are. much thank for hanging out. This thank was you. so much fun. Follow the show, everybody, as always, at Craft Sports. You can follow me at Mike Burlow and Scott at Scott K underscore junior. Follow Joe on Twitter at JoeGoalie4. You can hit us up on Instagram. Joe has started to provide the Instagram models that I have to reenact for my punishment. So follow us on Instagram there. Hit up the drunk line anytime you want. 440-37-DRUNK. You can follow the podcast, any of the podcast apps. 12 Ounce Radio, live every Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. We out! Also, make sure to look for those giveaways that we are giving away on for a minute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. 
go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 